0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rockets 534 and Soundgarden on Rock 102.
1: Why? Why are we bothering? With what? With anything. Look at the Drudge Report this morning. Excuse me. Humanity on the brink of nuclear annihilation. Threat highest in 40 years. Okay, but... 40 years. Why bother?
0: All right, but um, there's also some... Some news there about the box office. Some box office news on on Drudge. That don't matter. Sure it does if you've got a movie out. Nuclear annihilation. Ah, we faced that before. I'm not that worried. Bring it on. Um, Scott Cohen will be on the phone with us today. We're going to talk about how good the Patriots looked yesterday. Uh, That'll be a short conversation. The Red Sox. We're going to talk about them. Maybe some other stuff, too. And a whole bunch of other stuff coming up this morning as well. 5.35 5.35 on Rock 102. The Baxton O'Brien podcast is brought to you by the Wealth Tech. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.50 and sticks on Rock 102.
1: Not a bad day today. Partly cloudy. A high of 77. Tomorrow, uh, showers. It is 50 in downtown Springfield.
0: Hey, what do you say we hop right into some Hollywood trash with Steve and Nagel on Rock 102? Uh, wasn't I just saying to you guys last week we
2: don't hear about enough of the Dog the Bounty Hunter? Uh, yeah, I think that was uh, last week. Some. Actually, it's been every week. Well, he's been—he uh, hasn't been relevant for a minute, so he's trying to change that by getting involved in the Gabby Petito Brian Laundry situation. On Friday, he showed up at the home in Northport, Point, Florida, where uh, Brian lives with his parents. He knocked on the door a bunch of times, but nobody answered. Mm. He also talked to a neighbor for a while, then knocked a few more times, but then left. Because um,
1: nobody answered the second time. Right, mm-hmm. a
2: bunch of reporters showed up, and one of them asked why he was there, and he's like, "Come on, you know." He also gave
0: out the number for his tip line. Uh, we we don't know. Uh, well, you, you know, on his business card it says bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but how do we know he didn't become a, um, a Grubhub or uh, one of them uh, Uber
0: Eats? Yeah, I don't know guys. if things have gotten that bad for him. Well, maybe they have. Yeah, well, do- I don't know.
1: Dog's
2: team. Because he has a team, mm-hmm. issued a statement saying, "Quote, Dog and his wife Francie have experienced extreme loss themselves. Their hearts go out to Gabby's family for what they're going through, and want to help bring justice for her death and make us some money on our TV show."
1: Uh, actually, I think it's a pack more than a team.
2: Yeah, I would uh, say I, w- I wouldn't even classify it as a posse.
0: No, no, no probably but not. It's a I would say of it's dog. I was gonna say more. It's like a litter. Mm-hmm. We don't know how old these people are.
2: Space, the final frontier. Where have I heard that before? Uh, It was a
0: TV show of some sort. hmm. Space 1999?
2: Uh, Anyway, William Shatner is going to ride Jeff Bezos' giant penis into orbit next month, and he'll film his flight aboard the Blue Origin rocket for a documentary. At 90 years old, they'll make him the oldest person to ever go into space. The previous record was set back in July when 82-year-old Wally Funk rode Bezos' giant phallic-shaped ship. Uh, Obviously, all your Star Trek uh, where no man has gone before jokes are... Going to be coming left and right now. Oh, boy. But one website uh, pointed out another interesting angle. Sh- Shatner will be the first WWE Hall of Famer in space. It's
1: good to know. WWE Hall of Famer?
2: Yeah, we've also... Uh, this comes after we've had a WWE Hall of Famer as a president. Yeah, he was He was part of the, the WWE for some of those, like, matches. For he what? He wrestle. Oh. He was not- like... Uh, uh, like the ringmaster, or yeah, whatever. You don't.
0: You don't really have to wrestle to be involved in the Hall of Fame. It's kind of like uh, being like a induction to Master's Broadcasters Hall of Fame. You don't really have to put on a good show in mm-hmm. order to get into that, into those hallowed halls.
1: Well, maybe someday we will.
0: Maybe
2: Please. do not they just uh, like send Shatner into space and then Basil's just brings back
0: a
1: toupee? Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be uh, pretty wild.
0: At 90 years old, is he physically healthy enough to go through, like, G-forces? You must re- think so. Re-entry, you know, that kind of thing? I, don't, I, I have no idea.
2: I would think that it would be a pretty risky thing for a guy who's that old. But uh, you know what? I guess if you're going to go, you might as well go in a way that you've always wanted to go. Yeah. Now, did um, he
0: pay for this through Priceline?
2: Yeah, well, he got the best rate because uh, if you did it on a Wednesday... Or a Thursday, you actually get a cheaper rate than if you did a Friday or Saturday.
0: Gotcha. Yeah.
2: Someone uh, paid more than $2,700 for a pair of Michael Jordan's used underwear. Worth every penny.
1: Male or female? Male. Oh, boy. They weren't dirty. They weren't dirty, but they were used. But they came with a dry cleaning tag. Ah, who dry well, cleans their underpants?
2: People like who have millions and millions of dollars, that- or
1: intend to auction off their underwear. Yeah, uh, why don't you uh, why don't
0: you put this tag on here? Uh, if you're yeah. Michael Jordan and you're worth almost a billion dollars, if not more, so don't you use think of your underwear as like a one and done proposition? You wear them once, you throw them away. Might be, or you wear them once and you auction auction them off. Phew. that's a little arrogant.
1: The uh, WWE and
2: MGM are teaming up to reboot American Gladiators. Only this time, the gladiators will be WWE superstars. Ooh! Wow! The orig- like, like Hall of Famer William Jenner? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, original show ran from 1989 to 1996 and was brought back briefly in 2008. But this is going to be the one that sticks.
1: Oh yeah, this will be the one we watch forever.
2: That was the one of the, that was one of those shows that was on at like three o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, wasn't it?
1: For a while, yes,
2: and then they finally it kind of bumped itself into a little bit of mainstream. So they which one? In. American Gladiators.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like you know, uh, is it American Ninja or it's not American Ninja, is it? Ninja Warrior.
2: Ninja Warrior, yeah, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, I mean that's a that's a prime time big deal. Sure, and I'm sure when American Gladiators went off the air, that someone said, Psh, let's never, never do one of these obstacle course TV shows ever again, for 20 years. For ever again and then 20 years later someone says hey that was a really good idea back then let's bring it back uh anna navarro and sunny hoston were pulled off the set of the view mid-show
2: after they supposedly tested positive for covid
1: in the middle of the show middle of the show yep. while they were on the air and uh preparing for an interview with the vice president
2: i think they were just trying to give more time to the vice president because actually the they test-
1: gave her a lot less time the- she ended up only being on for like five minutes uh, Kamala Harris?
0: Yeah, from another room.
1: But uh, test later came back
2: negative. So they went through all that for yeah, nothing. Wow. That
0: sounds like a publicity stunt.
2: Uh, yeah, it does sound like a... Uh, oh, oh, you tested positive. No, 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, you didn't. Go back out of there. Yeah. Psych. An EP from Guns N' Roses is coming out on February 25th called Hard School. S-K-O-O-L. That's not how you spell it. Well, that's how Axel
0: spells it. Mm. You should have gone to school.
2: It's uh, exclusive to their online merchandise store and will include four songs: "Hard School," with the K, mm-hmm. "Absurd," and live versions of "Don't Cry" and "You're Crazy."
0: Is, all of which are spelled correctly.
1: Is "Cry" and "Crazy" spelled with a K too? Yeah, uh,
2: no, no, that, those that's are a C's. C's. That's
0: a C. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's a. You know, when
2: you start spelling things the wrong way.
0: Well, that isn't that the kind of the, uh, the ironic part about it. They're talking about school mm-hmm. yeah. and a misspelling. Yeah.
1: Although, if you start doing it that way, you become eligible to work at uh, any number of places in Western Massachusetts. Oh, really? Oh, sure. Mass Live, 22 News.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The uh, new Hulu documentary Controlling Britney Spears contains some shocking revelations about just how closely her father, Jamie, was watching her. If they're true, of course. A guy who worked for a security firm called Black Box uh, claims that Jamie hired them. To spy on her, first they set up an encryption system on her mobile devices so that Jamie would see any emails or texts she received. He also claims that Jamie had uh, them set up some kind of listening device in Brittany's bedroom. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's not, uh, you know, when you find out these things and you've already got mental issues, Mm -hmm. that doesn't help. No, not really. Your mental state. Not so much. Uh, And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. I. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Benjamin Moore Paint, Cabot Stains, plus rock solid painting advice and expertise.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? So, how'd your team do this weekend? My team did great. Aaron Rodgers pulls off a game-winning drive with 37 seconds left to play, with no timeouts, beating the 49ers on the road, 30 to 28. It was fantastic. No, seriously, how'd your team do yesterday? Sorry to hear about some of you Tom Brady holdouts who were hoping to see Brady beat the Rams yesterday, only to see his previously undefeated team completely waste a 432-yard performance and lose to Matthew Stafford in his four touchdown passes, 34-24. New Giants fans didn't exactly have a particularly good day either, having now lost your third game in a row. And then you had the Patriots. Granted, the Saints are in fact slightly tougher to beat than the New York Jets, but to be fair, the Patriots learned quite a thing or two from playing the Jets last week. So much so that yesterday, they almost started to look just like them, thereby inviting the Saints to come into Gillette Stadium and act like they belong there. For example, where was the offensive line? You know, the one that could barely protect their quarterback and allowed three sacks. Mac Jones was hit 11 times yesterday, and perhaps that may have played a part in his three interceptions, two of which led. To a pair of Saints touchdowns which leads me to my next question what happened to the defense you know the one that couldn't stop Jamius Winston from marching down the field and acting like the guy who replaced him in Tampa and the guy who he was playing against was playing like Winston did before Tom Brady replaced him all the ironies they're just too rich to bear and add that to the fact that the Patriots have less than a week to pull it all together to host Tom Brady next Sunday when they lost to Tampa in Foxborough and then this stretch of irony digs even deeper Listen, I know the Patriots are, are aren't exactly pumping you full of confidence right now, but on any given Sunday, any number of things can happen. I, for one, would like to see Tom Brady get his ass handed to him next Sunday, but perhaps that's just my eternal optimism using its outside voice. Either way, it's going to be a very long week for the Patriots. Let's hope they take this time and learn how to play football at the professional level because that would be a breath of fresh air. But hey, enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. One can grill, sear, roast, smoke, and bake on a big green egg. It's that good. You go to Rocky's right now, get your hands on that heavy-duty ceramic workhorse that does everything an oven can do and a stove can do. Real charcoal cooking and precision control. Get your big green egg today at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 6'10 and Def Leopard on Rock 102.
1: Sunshine today, a high of 77. It is uh, 50 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Scott Cohn will be joining us next hour to talk about uh, football, baseball. <clears throat> golf. That's probably Yeah, golf. That's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, that's all we need. Um, so I got at least one cupboard and two drawers uh, filled with cords. Now, not to mention that I bought a, um, I think I bought a five pack of uh, various length charging cords some time ago. Okay, and um, it's frustrating because everything needs a separate cord, uh, and hopefully, it won't be like that forever. Uh, the European Union unveiled plans last week to make USB-C connectors the standard charging port for all smartphones, tablets, and other electronic uh, devices across the block. This would uh, represent a long-awaited yet aggressive step into product making decisions by the European Union. Um, Apple would have uh, the biggest the biggest effect would be on Apple because they, um, they have changed their ports, Whenever whenever new phones come along, but I'm also trying to find uh, a line here that uh, I saw earlier, they, they have a proprietary uh, hold on the lightning connector. Right. So uh, it would either have to be all those or everyone else has to figure out how to make one.
0: You know, the thing about uh, Apple and, and, you know, I've had an iPhone forever. I know you have uh, had an iPhone forever. I think the last thing you had that wasn't was a blackberry right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my problem with the whole cord situation is that every cord is at least 30 bucks.
3: Yeah.
0: If you need to replace it with an Apple cord, it's 30 bucks and if you go and buy any of those knockoffs, you know for m- much cheaper, they don't last very long. And in fact, most of them are garbage. I bought a bunch just like you um, a couple of times. One is like 10 feet long. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can move around all over the place and still use your phone, and it's marvelous. But if it lasts more than a month, I'm lucky. This is uh,
1: mostly out of Europe, this story. But uh, Parliament's been advocating a common charger since 2009 when there were more than 30 options on the market. They, are, uh, they argue that fewer wires would be more convenient and better for the environment. We have uh, phone chargers are responsible for 11,000 tons of electronic waste per year. Mostly because, like you said, they only last yeah. for a little while. Um, manufacturers, including Apple, could choose to offer two charging ports on their devices if they want to keep a non-USB-C connector. Um this, by the way, does not apply to wireless chargers. If you have a wireless charger, that's not going that that could be different and could require a different
0: uh, cord. I kind of like the wireless charger, to be honest. I it, don't. Uh, I, I don't have one. No, I don't have one either. But I mean, I, I've I've seen people who have had it. They've allowed me to charge my phone on it. It's depend- like a little
1: disc that sits on a
0: on the tabletop, um, and then it, the phone sits on that there's that but there's also uh, you can get installed in your house these discs uh, like in a countertop mm-hmm. or uh, in, in a in another piece of furniture yeah. and you just rest it there and you leave it and it charges and even With depending the phone
1: on, on top of it
0: yes okay but more importantly depending on the strength of the charger sometimes it'll even charge through even the thickest you know uh, you know you know phone case. Uh, like an otter box or something a you know, uh-huh. little bit really thick and you know you know, military grade otter box. Well,
1: I would hope so because, you know, at this point now we don't have to take our our safety cases off our phones to charge them.
0: That would be a real pain in the ass. Right, but some of the older model phones, for those who haven't upgraded in a long time, mm. sometimes it's it just doesn't work as well.
1: This uh, new legislation would likely come into, fe- into effect in 2024. Because it needs to be approved, like I said, by the European Parliament. This is where this story is. And then adopted by manufacturers. Besides phones, it would also apply to cameras, headphones, portable speakers, and video game consoles. Wireless chargers, like I said, would not be affected. But the uh, main change would come for iPhones that have the proprietary lightning port.
0: You know what? It's about time. I mean, I realize that Apple's going to probably lose their shirt. And that's probably what they make the most amount of money on. Is uh, is is cords and the and the, uh, the 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 charging adapter? Yeah, but too it, bad. Yeah, but it's like uh, you know, I like you. I've got all these extra cords to things I don't even know what they are anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one of these people that tags the cords. No, oh no
1: no no no. I no, mean, I, I, I anytime I need to recharge something that I don't charge on a regular basis, I go through every cord in the house until I find the right one, and they're not even all in the same place.
0: And I don't even know why. I sometimes don't even throw away cords that don't work. Mm-hmm. Like, I keep them as if, I, I don't know, if they're collector's items or, yeah. or, you know, what they're supposed to be. Or, you know, maybe you know maybe it's the device. Maybe it's the uh, the adapter. It, well, maybe there's nothing
1: wrong with a cord. Next time you get down to the ocean, take them with you and uh, toss them in the water.
0: I'm just going to put them down storm drains. Well, there, there's that, that, too. too.
1: Yeah. yeah. But, um... Yeah, I'm. I'm actually kind of surprised we've gone this long before somebody has uh, come along and said, "Hey, you know what? This is this is crazy." I mean, it's crazy enough that you gotta you gotta get a new iPhone every couple of years. Well, most people do. I don't get them that often, but you know, a lot of people. Oh, I gotta have the newest and the best. But they're even saying it, like this one now, which I happen to have gotten because my old one really did need to be replaced. I'm not one of these people who needs the best and the newest. But they said this new one is very, very little change from the one before it. It's almost nothing
0: that's changed. So. See, I got an XS, uh, an iPhone XS. I'm happy with it. I got it with the biggest uh, a, amount of uh, storage I could afford, which was like, uh, I think, the, the very most they were offering at the time. And I'm happy with it. If I can keep this thing for another two years, I'll be more than happy. I don't even know what I got.
1: Where do you. I'm, I'm in settings. Where do you find out the what kind of phone it is?
0: All right, let me go into mine because I think there's a there's something that says uh, let's see, general. Yeah. Then about. About. Which is the first one? General. And it's his model name. <clears throat> Gen- is a,
1: oh, here it is, General.
0: General, and then yeah. about, which should be the first thing above about, software update. First thing, yeah. I then,
1: got a. I got a. I got a
0: phone. Yeah, what's right below it? You got software version and then model name. Model name is iPhone 11. Okay, what you have is an iPhone 11. What do you got? An XS. You've got one more. uh, You upgraded one more beyond mine.
1: Uh Oh, Oh, look at me. That means nothing. Not even knowing what I had a moment ago. Yeah. Now all of a sudden I believe I have better. Yeah. This, oh, but, okay. But 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 both are
0: out of date. So yeah, yeah what does that mean? Yeah, it
1: means it uh, means we need new
0: phones. Yeah, we don't. New I cords. Don't, I don't need a new phone. I could use some uh, some new cords because mine are getting a little sloppy. I
1: but could, I could use a a tower in my backyard. There is like one spot in my entire house that I can take a phone call, sitting at the dining room table mm-hmm. with the phone in exactly the right spot on speaker because if I touch it if it moves at all dropped call
0: i don't know why i have no problem in my house whatsoever no but nope. when i was living like in east Law yeah i couldn't take any call on any part of that property at all yeah it it, yeah. it was it was like the most useless function of the phone even yeah. though the word phone is in the word phone
1: i i was uh, anywhere i anywhere else i am in the house i'll i'll answer the phone sometimes and then i'll be like oh hang on a second let me get to that one spot and then by the time I get there, the, the call has already dropped.
0: See, I lost it. What's the point? I don't know. I, I just, I, I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, the good news is uh, I've been able to. I, I'm one of the. the I, I do like one of these old school things. I still have iTunes. Mm. I, I still have. Uh, I still load music up and then uh, you know back it up on an old Mac that I have. Mm. But my old Mac is becoming an old Mac. So now all those charging cords that I have. I can't I can't sync up the phone oh boy so it's like uh, all right that's a big that's like a wasted effort mm-hmm. you know, all this music I want to put on my phone can't do it so and I don't want to spend all that money to get a new Mac no of course not just for the music yep. I mean that would Come be on. Why
1: would I do that? stupid yep. of
0: course so you know I'm uh, I'm just kind of sitting here waiting for the next big thing the next you know big you know upgrade to where I say okay so that might be a good reason to get it you know, like a better phone, a better you know, camera. Yeah. Doesn't, I mean, my camera is pretty damn good. I'm, I, don't, I don't need that. I don't know how much good, gooder it could be than the good one I already got. The good one I got, it's good. I don't need gooder. I just need good.
1: I barely even have good for, for phone calls again. I yeah. mean, everything else works fine. But uh, the phone calls, which it really doesn't bother me. It could, it's actually kind of convenient, you know, because I hate being on the phone. So in the event that I have to answer a call... At least I can say within three minutes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm losing your signal, I can't hear you, you're cutting out, you're breaking up, You know what? Yeah, I'm
0: going to hang up. I don't mean to sound like uh, like a snob mm-hmm. at all, or judgmental, but I know a couple of people that are still operating with an iPhone 6. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't, even Apple doesn't support the iPhones, like they've given up. Yeah. Like it's like, uh, you know, of all the disappointing children in their lives, they've given up on this one. Nothing they can do. Can't be saved. But you know, I know people who who love the sick so much they cannot let it go.
1: I, I don't know which one it was, but, yeah, there was one back there that I used to love and I just wanted to keep forever until I realized yeah, that's not what they're made for. Nope. These, are, these are designed specifically to have to be replaced. At some
0: point, you just got to say goodbye and yeah. the phone crosses the rainbow bridge. That's what I've done. That's it. That's all you can do. Day 22 on Rock 102. Pro Contra. It's six twenty four. We're back in O'Brien to Rock One oh two. Scott Cohen will be joining us after seven o'clock to talk about uh, your Patriots, your Red Sox, maybe some other things.
1: Buccaneers.
0: Yeah, the Buccaneers. Yeah, they oh, yeah. uh, they uh, they stiffed yesterday too.
1: Yeah, they did. Yes. Yeah, everybody uh everybody sucked.
0: Except for the winning teams. Well, I mean my my team looked pretty good yesterday, uh, but that's uh, neither here nor there.
2: Let's laugh. Tell me. Tell me what's funny. It's Bax and O'Brien's
0: joke of the day. Well, it's nice to find a fellow with a keen sense of humor. On Rock
2: 102. Oh my God, that is hilarious!
4: Springfield's classic rock.
1: You know, speaking of iPhones, as we were a few minutes ago and several hours ago, I uh, I bought a two hundred and wait a minute, wrong one. I gave a homeless guy. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Wait a I, minute, which one is it?
1: It's this one. I gave a, I gave a homeless guy $530 and my new iPhone X. Yes. Yeah. He was so happy, he even put his knife back in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he robbed me, me of the phone. I didn't actually give it to him, but the cash was more. <laughs> <laughs> Booyah! Booyah! Excuse me,
0: 628 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
2: Well, thanks, Bax. Uh, the crowds uh, were insane at the Big E to see Pat Benatar this weekend. Wow! When was that? Sunday. Oh. Yeah. Wasn't the uh, Flo Rida Friday or Saturday? Friday. I think Flo Rida was Saturday. Yeah. And, uh, you know, here's the thing, though. They're not pushing that we broke a record this year, we broke a record this year.
1: That's they just they
2: came, were doing last week. But they're not doing it this week. Yeah. And, you know, rumor has it,
1: it's not as crowded as it has been. 305,000 people there over the weekend. Yeah, which seems a little low. Well, I don't know if that's, you know, from Friday at 6 until it closed last night or just Saturday and Sunday.
0: Listen, a year ago, we couldn't assemble with more than 10 people at a time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the idea of sixty, seventy thousand 70,000 people all at once, for some people, leaves a little bit to be desired.
2: Although Vermont Day brought 169,000 people.
0: Ooh. Gotta That's... get
2: that syrup.
0: Let me tell you something. People, uh, people like Vermont. It's a beautiful place. What was that? Uh... Oh, listen to Mr. I've got a trailer now. <laughs> I didn't say anything about the trailer. Yeah, I said Vermont's either. a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I do have a story to tell later on yeah. about uh, my weekend in Vermont. But oh, that's, there you but go. But that's, uh, uh, that's for later on, down y- the road.
2: Y- y- you're getting in a back-and-forth match over who has the better retirement uh, venue? No. 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 I'm not going to retire it oh, there. Mr. I mean, I was... Trailer. And then you go, oh, Mr. Villages. Oh. He didn't say that. I didn't say that. that. Hey, you I didn't mention it. You, sh- you should call this show Trailer in the Villages uh <laughs> yes trailer in the villages yeah
1: the village of trailers
2: <laughs> coming up uh yeah. where you can get your prescriptions filled uh, nearby at Lear local <laughs> cvs pharmacy uh two men one from springfield and another from chickpea died in a saturday crash at the red rock canyon national conservation area according to multiple reports Las Vegas Metro Police said that the victims are a 33-year-old man from Springfield and a 34-year-old man from Chickabee. Neither man has been publicly identified. The Nevada Highway Patrol Southern Command said authorities responded to a fatal crash at the Red Rock Loop around 8 a.m. Saturday. The uh, police said the Chickabee man was riding a 2021 Polaris Slingshot, which is the three-wheeled vehicles. The newspaper reports that the rider was apparently speeding through a curve and then struck small boulders. The vehicle caught fire after it overturned in a gully. The Springfield man was a passenger. According to multiple reports, the two men died at the scene. Red Rock Canyon said in a tweet Saturday the Scenic Loop was closed for the day and would reopen Sunday.
1: I don't know if uh, Nevada is one of those states that you have to wear a helmet, drive in one of those things. I know in Massachusetts you do. They consider it a motorcycle. But in Connecticut you don't. I don't think
2: in... Uh Nevada, you even have to have a motorcycle... Here you have to have a at least a three-wheel license mm. for one of those things. The slingshots? Ye- do you need the three-wheel license for the slingshot? I believe you do need uh, either a motorcycle license or whatever the three-wheel thing
1: is. Well, because th- the year I got mine was the year they created a modified motorcycle license, meaning I could only drive a three-wheeler. But and i guess it would be because if they consider a slingshot a motorcycle then yes you must need that that 3 wheel license but um and, and they do consider like i said matches does consider it a motorcycle that's why you have to wear a helmet
2: yeah I, I'm, I'm pretty sure nevada is a little bit more relaxed on the rules yeah i think you because of such a high tourist area you really and, only need a driver's license to book one of those and
0: things. who wants to wear a helmet in the middle of a desert yeah. And, I mean, it's hot enough on a, on, a, on a cold fall day.
2: Yeah, but you're exposed. You don't want to, you know, there's not a lot of safety features. Yeah, but to wouldn't keep you, you
0: rather ride with the desert wind blowing through your hair? Sand in your teeth?
2: That's right. Yeah. I love that. That sounds like a wonderful vacation. Uh, two Granville residents were killed after their car crashed into the woods sometime early Saturday. 21-year-old Justin Tempe and 23-year-old James Novak were found dead in a vehicle on Old Westfield Road. Tempe was driving the car while Novak was the passenger. Uh, state police received a call at about 7.20 a.m. reporting the single-car crash. They found the vehicle about 30 feet into a woodline, and both occupants were dead at the scene. The car had been off the road for some time when police responded. The preliminary investigation shows the crash took place before 6 a.m. Jesus. No other vehicles were involved, and the crash is being investigated by the state police at a collision analysis, reconstruction, and crime scene services. Granville Fire and Emergency Medical Service Department and the Granville Police also assisted in the scene of the crash.
1: It happened sometime before 6 a.m., Yeah, and nobody's probably was dark, first of all. Uh, it, police received a call at 7:20, reporting a car crash mm-hmm. so like you said it was off the road and in the woods but what time does the sun come up these days
2: about seven o'clock
1: yeah yeah that might have had uh 642 today yeah. um yeah that might have had something to do with it and plus like you said it was off the road
2: well you're talking there were skids plus you're talking granville it's not mm-hmm. a very populated area so you're not likely to be found well, if I mean, you went off at 2 or 3 in the morning. What's
1: old Westfield Road? Is that uh, like 57? I don't know which old Westfield Road is, mm. but all the roads that go there are,
2: are country roads. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. And then you said it's a ditch. It said woods.
1: I'm not. I didn't, no, the it, ditch. I think the ditch was the uh, Las Vegas. Story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Las, right. Yeah, yeah, right.
0: I'm confusing. because like, I mean, depending on what's on the other side of the road, if it's just you, know, a chicken. Well, how did he get over there?
1: Uh, he. Uh, I, I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, it, like in, on, on some areas, even even in Hamden, for example. I mean, if if you went oh, off yeah. the side of the road, no one would find you because there's a drop off.
1: There's probably hundreds of cars. Off the side of the road, hundreds, in probably, probably thousands
2: yeah. of cars never ever been found. Nope. Th- this this happened uh, in Westfield, I got six seven years ago, where a young man it went off the road at like two o'clock in the morning, and nobody knew, nobody knew the car was there because it was in a farm field. Right, mm-hmm. and then uh, the some of the I get the property owner finds the car in the morning when the sun comes up, but who knows? You know, it's like how long. Did that person suffer in the vehicle before they died
1: versus, you know, they they died quickly.
2: You hope so. Uh, But, you know, it just kind of makes you wonder if you hadn't been found for five until five hours later. Mm -hmm. Uh, Voters will go to the polls on Tuesday morning to narrow the field of candidates in the race to find uh, Northampton's next mayor. The top two finishers in the preliminary election will square off in the municipal election on November 2nd, with the winner going to secede uh, David Narkowitz. Elected in 2011, Narkowitz has been reelected twice. He announced in January that he would not seek re-election. But Northampton City Clerk Pamela Powers said last week that, based on interest so far, she's not expecting a very high turnout for the preliminary.
0: She's Narkowitz. got the power! Narkowitz has been there since
2: 2011? Uh, yeah, sure. Wow, that didn't, I didn't think he was there that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of being a little uh, pessimistic, don't
1: you think? What yeah,
2: eh, nobody's coming out for this election. On no, Tuesday. because
1: they know it. I mean, what, 1.9% <laughs> of the voters came out last week in Chickabee? Oh, um, Holyoke's
0: numbers weren't that much yeah, better?
1: Exactly. Nobody's coming out for this. She knows that. She's got the power. <laughs> she has like the that. power.
4: I've got the power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: yeah, but at least, you know. Drum up some support. Show some enthusiasm for your job. Uh, hey, look, we're not expecting a big turn up, but come on down and fill out your little ballots and put
0: them in the box. Every time someone says we need to do something about voter apathy, no one cares. Mm-mm.
1: Especially yeah. when elections are stolen anyway. Well, they're
2: all stolen. I know. But what's the point of even having them? Why bother? Yeah, she predicted a total of around five thousand votes out of a little more than twenty-one thousand. Yeah.
1: We need to do a little bit better, people. Actually, that's pretty. That would be about twenty-five percent, um, which would be high. Yeah,
2: well, I think there's a little more interest in this because it's the mayoral race versus yeah, right. You know, select board mm-hmm. or
1: something, whatever. You know, very oh, different catcher.
2: town. Uh, nine people. Is that taken. an elected position? Dog uh, catcher? I don't think On recall.
1: TV, it was. I don't know that it actually is anywhere around here, anyhow.
2: Nine people were taken to the hospital with injuries after an escalator malfunctioned at a Boston rail station Sunday. Boston EMS said multiple units responded to an incident at the MBTA back based uh, T station shortly after 6 p.m. A shortly, or I'm sorry, a total of nine patients were transported to area hospitals with injuries reported to be minor in nature. Uh, the Shortly after 6 p.m., multiple units responded for an incident at the station. A total of nine patients were transported to... The- These are all tweets. That uh, they yeah. But mm. it was a pretty nasty
1: scene. Witnesses described... The it, up, or down, uh, up or down escalator. It
2: went backwards fast.
1: But very, from up or
2: down? I think they were going up. Okay. And the thing started going back down. Uh, that's not good. In a very uh, high rate of speed. Yeah.
0: You. They, uh, they rarely go malfunction on their way up? Uh,
1: uh, I don't know. I, I think it could be 50-50. But on the way, if you're on the way down and it malfunctions and reverses, that's not bad. Then you just uh, you just hop off.
2: Yeah, but if you're on the way...
1: If you're on the way down and it yeah. starts pulling you up, you, you just hop off backwards. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, remember that time I told you about this before? When uh, Bugs Bunny had that house on uh, this cliff, on this uh, huge high cliff. And uh, the cliff next to him had an observatory with a, with a really large telescope. And the telescope, uh, I believe, knocked uh, Bugs's house off of the, his high perch. And as the house plummeted hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of feet, uh, about halfway down, Bugs opened the front door and he was standing there in the doorway and then just before the, uh, the house hit the ground, he jumped out, and the house completely disintegrated, but he was fine.
2: Hmm. Well, how about that?
1: Yeah. See, all's well as ends well. Yeah, exactly.
0: Hey, uh, not to interrupt the news here. I yeah. just got uh, this uh, sent to me. Uh-huh. Uh, George Frayne, also known as Commander Cody. Died yesterday at the age of 77. Oh, man. I think uh, for the rest of the day, we'll be playing all of his song. The Hot Rod Lincoln. The Hot Rod Lincoln. Well, I, yeah. don't,
2: I don't even know how I can go on with the rest of the newscast.
0: Well, I'm sure you'll figure it out. I'm just saying that that's a story that probably should be leading for the rest of the day.
2: No, really.
1: I have nothing else. I just don't know how I'm
2: going to well, go on with this Well, you better newscast.
1: figure something
0: out because it's only
1: 640.
2: Anyway, witnesses described the gruesome scene after the escalator malfunction, and they said they saw victims who appeared to have sustained serious injuries. Uh, one woman said uh, the little girl at the bottom, she had most of the side of her face gone and her ear was almost oh, off of yeah, her head.
1: Jesus. These, her, m- these are people who obviously got pulled into the teeth of the escalator.
2: Mm-hmm. And her mother had part of her scalp missing. Hey, uh, yeah. uh, Andrea Keene replied to Boston EMS on Twitter. Uh, had to be more than minor. We were on that escalator. I saw what happened. The panic and terror was real for those children who had to see their mother pinned under people. That is uh, That has got to be one of the nastiest things to see.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm sure it and, is.
2: And even people were like, there's guys at the top of the, the thing going, I thought there was people shot because mm-hmm. there was people with blood, so much blood, like, everywhere.
1: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, nasty. Did <sighs> you see that uh, train crash out in Montana? The Amtrak? Yeah, the Amtrak one. I think that also killed nine people. Um, but it was out in the middle of nowhere. They had to like like the first I think the first first responders on the scene came by helicopter. That's how far out it was. Nowhere near any yeah. roads or any crossings. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's that's kind of the it's kinda of the problem with train travel. Yeah. Most of it is in the middle of nowhere. Mm hmm. Especially uh, in
1: Montana. You yeah, know, they call that big sky country.
0: They do. They do <laughs> call it that. A team of
2: investigators from the NTSB was at the site of that Amtrak derailment in north central Montana that killed three people and left seven hospitalized. The westbound Empire Builder was en route from Chicago to Seattle when it left the tracks about 4 p.m. Saturday near Joplin, which is about a town of 200 people. Trevor Fossum was a first on the scene. The Joplin resident was on a dirt road nearing the track Saturday when he saw a wall of dust about 300 feet high. See, that's the thing. You're out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Ain't nobody around. Mm-mm. That uh, this happened, well, it wasn't an accident, a gruesome accident. But uh, I remember years ago there was an Amtrak train that got stuck in Russell, right along the Westfield River. Who's this Russell fella? Yeah, yeah, I I don't know, but I hear he's nice. Uh, But the train got stuck out there, and now there's no accessible road to Mm. that location. Right. So they had to basically go and walk all of the. They were there for hours. Walking all these passengers off back to the place where you could drive a car to, which was maybe maybe a mile
1: away. Walking along the tracks or on the tracks. Walking
2: along uh, along the side of the tracks. So mm, well, yeah. the train was stopped. The train right. broke down.
1: Right. So, but I mean, and there would be no other trains coming, so you could walk on the tracks.
2: Well, I suppose you could, but it's not the best idea because you never know.
0: Do they uh, do they still use those carts they had like in the cartoons, like you know, two guys and they're pumping. Yeah, you know, down the track like like a seesaw type of thing. No, they all, don't use those. It's all
2: automated now. Ah,
0: automation. They got
2: the uh, uh, the what they still do have. They they do what they still have is those. Uh, they're kind of like the utility trucks, like the power company drives, mm-hmm. right? But then they have train wheels on the front. Yeah. yeah. So the the thing gets onto a crossing and then puts those train wheels down in the front end of the uh the truck lifts up that's cool and then the rubber wheels will push it along the rails oh, no i like kidding. to have that
1: on my car
0: yeah that would be great
1: that way i could just you know hop onto some tracks somewhere if i needed to get around something ah. Some big uh you know traffic jam on the mass pike or something you, you uh you find a way to get onto the tracks and you're all set
2: i like the way you think yeah you know? sure
1: an 11-year-old kid
2: in Ohio went to a haunted house near Cleveland with his mom last weekend, and one of the actors accidentally stabbed him in the foot. Yeah. But it wasn't. thankfully, it wasn't serious. The kid and his mom were going through the haunted house when a 22-year-old actor tried to scare them by scraping a real uh, Bowie knife across
0: mm. the ground. A uh, 22-year-old former actor.
5: Mm.
2: former yeah probably former employee then he started stabbing the knife into the ground near the kid's feet and unfortunately he got a little too close he ended up stabbing the knife through the kid's croc and cut his toe (laughs) crocs i did you a favor kid (laughs) go have your mom buy you some real shoes but it only nicked him they uh, bandaged him up and uh here's how much this kid loves halloween he insisted on finishing the haunted house
1: there you go and i hope he got his money back I and a free pass to come back again
2: the actor admitted uh, using a real knife was a bad idea. You don't say. But yeah. police determined it was an accident and the kid's mom did not want to press charges. I would be suing the
0: hell out of that place. Yeah, at least sue for the replacement of the Crocs. Now. Yeah. I su- mean,
1: y- yeah, you probably would sue. I mean, you're, you're suing the the insurance company. I mean, right. obviously the owners of the, uh, of the haunted house probably had a policy. Of no real weapons, and this 22 year old knucklehead just decides to bring along his own bow knife, Bowie knife, David knife.
0: David Bowie knife. would never be caught dead in Crocs.
1: Well, of course not. He'd have the knife. Right. And the knife was
2: under pressure. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: there you yeah, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would at le- least, like, listen, those Crocs can be up to like 60, 70 bucks for the right pair. I'd want at least the, the replacement cost. At yeah. least.
2: I would want I want a million dollars. You stabbed me in my foot. You stabbed my son. It was a nick. No, no, it was a stabbing. It was a nick, and you went on and finished the ride. This kid wanted to dedicate his life to walking mm-hmm. in all kinds yes. of fundraiser walks, <laughs> and now he will not be able to. I have to call a tow truck just to get him home. Oh, a tow truck. Yeah. Look at uh-huh. you with the dad jokes mm-hmm. this morning.
0: How would you feel about a million dollars in Crocs? That winds up being about 15,000 pairs of yeah. Crocs.
2: Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today. Going to be mostly sunny with a high of 77. Tomorrow, rain showers with a high of 70. It is 49 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. 8 a.m. Every
4: Thursday, the Leah Auto Group is proud to present Scott Zolak from the Patriots broadcast booth as he breaks down all things. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock.
0: It's 6.52 in the Beatles on Rock 102.
1: Um, Sunshine today. A high in the uh, upper 70s, I believe, and uh, 50
0: right now in downtown Springfield. We'll be uh, talking to Scott Cohen in just a little while. We'll talk about uh, the Patriots, how bad that looked. We'll talk about the Red Sox, how bad they looked, and uh, about some other things that look kind of bad, too.
1: Yeah, why bother? You know, I'm I'm looking at this. I saw this headline uh, on the Drudge Report earlier this morning. Humanity is on the brink of nuclear annihilation with the threat reaching its highest boiling point in 40 years. The nuclear arms race has the globe teetering unacceptably close to mass atomic destruction, according to U.N. uh, Secretary General, who urged nations that have stockpiled nearly 14,000 nuclear weapons to sign a treaty to avoid an international
0: crisis. And yet... It's not even their top story on Drudge. So what Uh, what does that tell you?
1: Well, it tells you that there might be uh, other... Well, for instance, one of the higher stories is the uh, Taliban is having too much fun in Afghanistan. They're they're taking selfies. They're driving bumper cars and uh, and, uh, living it up
0: in mansions. Listen, you know... Yeah, you know, they uh, they didn't they they kind of beat the Russians many years ago at a war. They they uh, they showed us a thing or two while we were there. I mean, uh, you know, they got lots of reasons to be happy. And I gotta tell you, this whole
1: this whole uh, nuclear annihilation thing, I just I don't get it. You know, I mean, look, uh, I am I am reading the book uh, Peril right now by uh, Bob Woodward, and uh, you know, you heard the highlights back when the book was first released about how General Milley had to make sure that he talked to the Joint Chiefs and, and the heads of all of the, of the military branches. And I know, you know, obviously, uh, all these uh, supporters of uh, the former president believe that this is fake news, but, you know, that, that he had to worry that, that he had to, Millie had to call his counterpart in China and say, hey, listen, uh, just so you know, if, we, if we're going to bomb you, I'm going to call you, Mm. okay? I promise you there won't be any surprises. And supposedly, uh, the Chinese were very, very nervous, very worried, to the point where, you know, they could have very well preempted us. And uh, I just – it's
0: hard to believe that – you mean canceled us for some replacement show, no. or what do you mean?
1: No, uh, they would have sent over their nukes first. Yeah. And, uh, you know, another another Pearl Harbor kind of thing. But, um, yeah, nuclear annihilation. Boy, I tell you, there's nothing better than being right on that edge of uh, retirement. And uh, having to hear all this stuff about the economy falling apart and uh, nuclear annihilation.
0: Yeah, You do know, though, that we've been close to nuclear annihilation probably about 15 times in our lifetime. Not and this close. In th-
1: 40 years.
0: Well, yes, but uh, you're 61 and I'm 55. So, uh, you know, those early days were a little uh, touch and go for a while.
1: Well, yeah, but we didn't know about them. I mean, I, what did I know about the Bay of Pigs back when I was uh, in my aughts?
0: I don't know what you knew (laughs) to be. I don't even know know what you know now. I I don't
1: know what I knew in my 40s.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, we've we've had our moments with this kind of stuff, and we have found a way to to peacefully not have to employ any of those weapons. Yeah, we have. But
1: what about the Chinese? What about the North Koreans? What about the Iranians?
0: They haven't used them on anybody. They've used them in testing. Eh, Yeah, yeah. And they they just—it's kind of a way of uh, saying, you know, you know my deal's bigger than your deal, you know, and uh, ultimately, no one really has the stomach to use them. The recent alliance formed between the U.S., the U.K., and
1: Australia has only heightened the fears of World War III, you know, because we preempted, the French had a deal for submarines with Australia, and Mm -hmm. we went and made a backroom deal with the Australians, so, you know, the French could very well come after us
0: now. Government's doing a bang-up job right now, aren't they? No, not really. Not really. No. Not, not so much. No. It's 6:57 with Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. Save yourself 30% on all things in the Pioneer Valley. Restaurants, outdoor. Bax's
2: View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Benjamin Moore Paint. Cabot stains, plus rock solid painting advice and expertise.
0: Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you, folks? I would just like to point out that at this time last season, the Boston Red Sox, playing in a shortened season, had already been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. They were 16 games out of first place, miles away from becoming the wild card team, and most of that was due to the fact that they were 12 games below 500. With the Red Sox being swept by the Yankees over the weekend and what was perhaps the most crucial series at home all season long, let's look at how things stand right this very second. You see, the Red Sox and Yankees are vying for wildcard spots, but so is Toronto, who trails Boston by a single game, and Seattle, who trails them by two. The Yankees are on a six-game winning streak, and the Red Sox ended their seven-game winning streak the minute the Yankees came to town. The Red Sox still have to face Baltimore and the Washington Nationals, and all those games are on the road, and both of those teams are straight-up garbage. The Yankees, on the other hand, face three games in Toronto and three games at home against Tampa, who's already won the division. Technically, the Red Sox should have an easier week but as any Red Sox fan will tell you this is when being a Red Sox fan snaps your will and shakes your very foundation because one should never assume that the Red Sox can win crucial baseball games when they need them the most. The good news is that even if the Red Sox blow their chances at a wild card spot there's always a silver lining. They'll still finish above 500. They're only nine games out of first place and here we are on September 27th still talking like mathematical elimination isn't quite a foregone conclusion at least not yet i may feel very differently by the end of the week but as of right this very moment i feel like things have been worse and when you compare this year to last year things have been much worse but with elimination just around the corner it's still not that much worse but hey another my yappin sports brought to you by Rocky's ace hardware how many hammers has rocky sold over the years how many gallons of paint Rocky's opened in 1926. And I'm trying to wrap my head around the numbers about screwdrivers and how that might add up. Everybody needs a reliable hardware store, and ours is at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch.
3: Rock 102,
0: Springfield's classic, classic. rock. It's 7:08. With Baxton and O'Brien to rock 102.
1: Nice day today, sunshine. About 77. It's 50 in downtown Springfield.
0: On the phones right now to talk about all the outrageous disappointment of the weekend. It's uh, Scott Cowan. Good morning, Scotty. How are you?
3: Hey, good morning, guys and John. Before you jump all over me, I'm visiting my 91 year old parents. Ah. every day could be every day could be the last day. So don't start.
1: Why are you sick?
3: No. Oh, you, oh, you mean them?
1: Them? Me. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, last yeah. time I saw you, you looked as right as rain, as you
3: know, as good as you ever did. Yeah. Well,
0: I think well, the Patriots think are on right. their deathbed. Really. I think
1: the Pats are on their deathbed.
3: Well, yeah. That's. Uh, I mean, the, the, there's a lot of disappointment to go around here this morning. So, where where do you want to start? You want to start with the Patriots?
0: Yeah. Let's let's start with the Patriots here for a minute because this is the first time that Mac Jones looks like a rookie. But I think you know, in in all fairness. Uh, that offensive line failed him big time. I mean, he gets sacked three times. He gets hit eleven times. You know, you you look at something like that and you say, okay, where's where's all the protection for the quarterback uh, in this game?
3: Well, the same thing happened to Zach Wilson down uh, in New York. He had a similar game to what um, to what uh, our guy had yesterday. But he's had that now for three straight games. But yeah. You know, I think, I think what happened yesterday was, you know, no time to jump off a building. Um, I know uh, Patriots fans like to do that. All football fans do. Look, the kid's a rookie. We knew this going in. Um, you know, he didn't get help from the offensive line, but he probably didn't make, you know, very good decisions when he was faced with that kind of adversity. But this is, this is just kind of par for the course. And, uh, you know, we're probably going to see more games like yesterday uh, then we saw uh, two, you know, the week before um, for the rest of the season just because um, he is who he is. But we all know he's 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 going to be great, but he's just not even close to that now. And we're just going to get to watch it in living color every, you know, Thursday, Sunday, and Monday this season.
0: Here's the ironic part. Jamius Winston looked like Tom Brady, who replaced him. Oh, my him. God, that guy. And and, <laughs> and uh, Mac Jones Looked like Jameis Winston when he was playing in Tampa. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what kind of irony is that?
3: Yeah, that's a lot of irony, there, buddy. That guy Jameis Winston. I mean, he's like you know, <laughs> he's he's practically he's he's a two legged version of Murder Incorporated. Okay, you never know what's going to happen with that guy. What kind of trouble he's going to get himself into? Um, he looked great. Uh, he looked great the first week. He laid an egg last week, and then he looked like a world beater yesterday. And you know, and the and the uh, Patriots, you know, had had a part in that. So I, I guess it's just the uh, I guess it's just the the ebb and flow of an NFL season. But yeah, dude, that guy's bad news. I'm sorry.
1: Tom Brady looked
5: all right.
3: Tom Brady did look okay. Interesting stat. <clears throat> I guess um, uh, it's the first time that Tom Brady threw for uh, over 400 yards and did not throw an interception so um he only got one one touchdown pass and he scored on little quarterback sneak but yeah brady looked uh brady looked fine yesterday i you know i think the the tampa defense let the team down a little bit and you know you got to remember that 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 los angeles team is a, they're they're good they're playing at home so um but no but it's that that tampa loss yesterday was not brady's fault not and in, in any way, he shape, can, or form, he played
1: great. He can break uh, some kind of record this coming Sunday at uh, at uh, Gillette Stadium, right?
3: Uh, I don't know what.
1: You, I, yeah, I, I think, think it's,
0: it's all time yards or yeah, something like that. Yeah, it, he beat Drew. He'll beat okay. Drew Brees. And if he and if he wins, I believe he will be only like the second or third quarterback in NFL history to have beaten every single team in the NFL, including. His former team, yeah, so, right. So that's it.
3: Yeah, this will be his. Yeah, this will be his first. Yeah, obviously his first chance to play against his old team. Yeah, but John, for crying out loud, man, when you when you've been playing since the Eisenhower administration, I know. you know, it's like uh, the yeah. records just start to come. Sure, so yeah, I'm not surprised by that. But you
0: know, you mentioned about how how good the Rams are. I mean, to to have you know Tom Brady play that kind of game, but yet still ultimately get outplayed by Matthew Stafford, who was throwing you know, you know, touchdown passes all day long. I mean, it's, it just shows you that the Rams are a really good team.
3: They are, they're a very good team. And listen, everybody knew that, you know, everybody knew that going in. So, um, listen, Brady put up his numbers and, you know, it's more, obviously we know the cliche, it's more than a one man team. And I watched, you know, I didn't get a chance to, you know, watch the game, uh, you know, from beginning to end, but I saw some of it and then watched the highlights. Yeah. The, Tampa's uh, Tampa's defense let um you know, let, let them down on occasion. But again, again, they're playing a good team and you expect those kind of things to happen.
0: So if you're Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and, and Tampa are coming into town uh on Sunday night and you've got a whole lot of work to do to try to not look like uh you learned too much from the New York Jets, uh right. what does he do to even prepare for this? Because you know, it's it's not like it's a, a divisional matchup. It's not like you know it's going to have you know that much implication later on in the season. But nevertheless, it's Tom Brady coming into town. I mean, there's there's a there's an ego thing uh, working here. If you're Bill Belichick, what do you even do?
3: Uh, you know, I think there. I think this is you know it's a, this is the uh, Jekyll and Hyde thing. He probably is just dying to uh, to figure out a way to win the game. Um, I mean, that would, you know, he'll never admit it cause he never admits anything. Um, but that would just be such, uh, you know, ultimate, you know, personal vindication for him, but he's also a really smart, uh, you know, NFL head coach. And he's just, I just think he's hoping that he doesn't get embarrassed on, on national TV. So, um, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, look, the, the bucks are better, you know, just like we've been talking about good teams and, and bad teams, Tampa's better Brady's better, uh, New England. I think that I think Belichick is at this point is just trying not to get lit up next Sunday. So that that that's what I think.
1: I don't know nothing about. And I it. think he's
3: afraid. And I think he's yeah, afraid he's, he's going done. to get lit up with everybody watching.
1: Done. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. All right, that wasn't short. Sure. It was going to restart. Uh, I have no idea how the Ryder Cup scores. What, what is that? What is that all about?
3: Um, if, you win, if you win a match, it's one point. If you tie a match, they don't go to like sudden death or anything like that on the Ryder Cup. If the, if the team or the individuals end up tied at the end of 18 holes, it's a half a point. And you've got to get, you've got to get 14 and a half points to win the Cup.
1: And what's a match?
3: Um, a, match is, uh, a match is worth one point.
1: No, what is a match? How long is, it? is a match 18 holes? 18
3: holes. Yep. Oh, they, yeah, they play no matter what format they're, you know, they do. It it's uh it's 18 holes whether, you know, they're playing as teams or whether they're playing as individuals.
5: So,
1: it's apparently a lot more laid back. People are allowed to cheer and
3: uh and, and players
1: uh, don't get all worked up like they would on a normal game.
3: I think that well, yes on the first part. Um, but, you know, that kind of cheering and and, you know, for lack of a better word, nationalism um, is is uh, inc- allowed and encouraged. Um, it's a you know, it's it's festive, uh, big time inside or outside the ropes. And um, inside, the, I think um, the players, I think, are, are more emotional uh, than than normal. John, you know, they're they're um, uh, the players. The players love this. Um, they love the competition. It, it's a com- it's a completely different dynamic than you see during the week. But, no, they're, they're all foreign, man. They're very emotional. I mean, there were tears yesterday. Um, tears? It, there's, it's no, just,
0: it's, there's no crying uh, in golf.
3: There's no crying in golf. Apparently there is. <laughs> 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 no, that was, listen, man, that was such an impressive uh, performance by the Americans. And the fact that they had all those, um, you know, and, and John, experience, uh, experience is big in the Ryder Cup because it is a completely different animal than a regular, uh, regular, you know, week. Day uh, in and out golf, and they had a, the Americans had a lot of rookies, and there was you know thought that they were not going to you know handle the pressure and and the, the stage and all of that. But man, they did. The Americans just crushed Europe. Uh, Nineteen points—that's that's like unheard of. Uh, so big, big win by the Americans.
0: So the uh, the Red Sox uh, really needed to win at least one game against the against yeah, the did. Yankees, and they blew it, losing uh, all three yep. games at home. Uh, their regular season home games are done, but they have two more series. One is against Baltimore, one against the Nationals. Both those teams are straight-up garbage. The uh, yep. the Yankees, which are also vying for one of those two wild-card spots, have got Toronto and Tampa. It's a much tougher schedule for the Yankees than it is the Red Sox, but I don't put anything against the Red Sox when it comes to blowing your chances for a postseason <laughs> burst. so you know, considering everything that's going on, and now you've got two more series in, in, in this final week of the regular season. Uh, what what's your prediction there?
3: I think the Red Sox have the. I think the Red Sox are going to make the playoffs. Um, you know, you you just alluded to what um, what they have coming up. You know, two you know quote unquote inferior teams. The Yankees have to play the Blue Jays and Tampa, two really good teams, and the Blue Jays are right in their game behind the Red Sox um, for one of the two available spots. Uh, Seattle and Oakland are also in the mix. They're playing each other starting tomorrow night, so they're going to go and, and you know kind of like beat the crap out of each other. So they'll, they just may, ne- may negate things, and then I think one of the teams has to play Tampa to, or excuse me, Houston to end the season. And the other one has to play San Francisco, two really good teams. So the numbers and the situation right now favor the Red Sox in a, in a big, big way. And, you know, I, I, I think it's, I think it's going to be Boston and Boston and New York uh, in that, in that one game playoff. And, you know, whoever makes out best this week gets to host the game. So um, yeah, we'll see. I, I it's, you know the fact that the Red Sox got swept over the weekend has made this week uh, all the more interesting. So maybe we should thank them for that. But yeah, I but, think it, I think when it all washes out, they'll be there.
0: But like I said, Toronto and Tampa are tough teams. But you know I've seen it before, where you know these yeah, last have- place, mathematically eliminated garbage teams just want to be a spoiler. Okay. And you know yep. for whatever reason, they gel at the last possible second and a team that's really. Yep. Needing a win can't get one because suddenly this, the the Nationals decide to play like a professional baseball team.
3: Right. Well, but the fact you know, I mean, at the end of the day, the Yankees are really good. Um, you know, they've uh, they've got great players on that team. They're gelling at the right time of the year. So there's no, you know, you don't want to get swept by anybody, no matter how good the, the uh, opposing team is. But you know, there's no <clears throat> excuse me. There's no uh, no shame in getting getting swept. By by the Yankees, the Red Sox. Did oh and no, and no, no, there's everybody... plenty
0: of shame in that. There's loads of <laughs> shame
3: in that. There is. I know. I know. But every everybody gets a day off today and um and then they get back after it tomorrow and it's gonna be a great final week of the year.
0: Yep. All right, Scott, we will talk to you next week.
3: Okay, guys, you bet. Uh, yeah, we get to talk about Brady and Belichick next next Monday. We'll see what happens. We'll see.
0: Scott Cohen, it's uh seven twenty one with Baxon O'Brien to Rock one oh two. You, know, you miss any part of uh, today's show, whether uh, it would be uh, us talking about uh, chords and technology or Scott Cohen or whatever we're going to talk about after 8 o'clock. Uh-huh. You can always check out the Baxno O'Brien podcast. It'll be available right after the show is done. You'll be able to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly from Baxin O'Brien musical podcast this week. Uh, Baxy's enormous record collection is back. This time we're looking... At the debut album by the band the MC5, "Kick Out the Jams," one of the great albums of all time, and you'll be able to f- listen to that on BaxtonO'Brien Sweet. So Oh yes, absolutely.
2: Uh, man, uh, the weekend weather beautiful, wasn't it? It was like the. It's. I was thinking about this yesterday. I'm driving. I went to MGM yesterday. Yeah. Uh, for the uh for the Patriots thing we did, and uh I'm I'm driving home uh from that, and I'm like, man, it's like it's almost as if uh, New England has good weather for a week now out of the year, and the rest of it is either raining, muggy, or something else.
0: We we were at uh, we were in uh, Vermont over the weekend, and at one point the weather was so beautiful up there. We we're thinking, hey, wouldn't today be like a great day to celebrate Vermont Day at the Big E? And then we just giggled and laughed and said, Nah, it's all right. We're we're pretty good.
2: Uh, but they were celebrating Vermont Day.
0: Yeah, I know, and they had great the uh, you know big attendance as a result. But uh, but yeah, I mean. So, this would have been a great weekend to go to the Big E, I think. I like this kind of, you
2: know, when it's it's not cold, but it's not uh, hot. It's like perfect yeah. sleeping weather. You can have the window
0: open at night now. Mm-hmm. You don't have you,
2: to. You can air
0: your stinky house out. Air,
2: yeah, my stinky house with uh, with all the, you know, it's been AC'd all, all summer long. Yeah, at and, some uh,
0: point that, you know, your house is going to be, be a, you know, you vent it out because uh, I don't know how, how it is for you. I mean, you got a dog. I got a dog. You got kids. I got yeah. kids. At some point, that house smells like dog and kids. It does.
2: And uh, especially when, uh, you know, kids don't want to wear socks with their shoes for some reason. And it makes their feet stink. What is that
0: about? I don't know. That
2: you know, I, I just, I can't, I can't, unless I'm wearing like sandals, I can't n- not wear socks on my, in my shoes. Even the, the low cut ones.
0: I am. Um, I'm not I'm not proud to say this. I actually own just for the sake of, uh, you know, just slipping something on. There's a pair of Crocs in the house. OK, so like I was letting the dog out and uh, put on put on these Crocs uh, just for like, you know, five minutes. Uh-huh. And every time I walk in those things without socks, my feet are farting every time I, I take a step. So, you know, like any time I wear shoes without socks, I can expect Sweaty, smelly foot farts.
2: Now, uh, with
0: every time I go out, what color are these Crocs? They're gray. Do they match the color of your purse to go with them? Uh, see, I see. I'm, you know, I would normally take great offense to that, but mm-hmm. I can't argue with your with your assessment. I agree with you. Yeah, you know, it's not a, it's not a. I would never leave the house with the Crocs on. But nah,
2: you know what? Something like that, that's what I mean. Like, As long as they're only for the home. They're
0: only for the home. They're, uh, o- they're only to let the dog out.
2: Wait, that, that's a, Here's a
0: good question. What is the frumpiest you've
2: ever looked going out somewhere? Even if it was like uh, down to your local uh, convenience store.
0: You know, I got, a, I got a real hang up about going out in public in sweatpants. Yeah. I got re- a you know there's nothing wrong with sweatpants. I don't know people love wearing sweatpants cuz they're comfortable. For whatever reason, it's a hang up I got. It's one of my big bugaboos. It's it's wearing sweatpants out in public, sex with old ladies, yeah. and bear traps. Those are my my three <laughs> main bugaboos. Bear traps. Bear traps. <clears throat> yes.
2: Uh I went out Saturday morning to get rid of the trash. Yeah. In sweatpants and like an undershirt and like that a, was it and that was it or i look like a
0: frump yeah i know but yeah. there but there are people that will go out to like restaurants dressed like that and i was like you know that's I, just not, that's just not people are trying to eat their meals I,
5: i've
2: seen the idea of uh people in pajamas in the middle of the day oh yeah not again i can excuse the okay it's early in the morning you're just running out to get a cup of coffee yep or you're it's late at night, you're just running out to get some milk or medicine for the kid or something like that. Yeah. But, but uh the middle of the day you should have been changed by now.
0: See, this wasn't like a last minute decision. This was your choice for the day. That's you know, to me I couldn't I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. We should have pajama day here at work. That would be fun. We don't do theme days here, do we?
2: Yeah, we should. That's how you build employee morale. You know, if the boss is listening right now, we need some employee morale boosters around here. Pajama day. We could have uh, crazy hair day. Yeah, Where everybody wears a wig or a hat, right? Like Halloween, we should all be in costume. Uh, We could do do Rock 102 uh, uh, Spirit uh, Day, where we all wear the Rock 102 shirts,
0: you know? You know what I would like to see? And I've thought about this more than once. What? Functioning alcoholic day. We all come into the office, stupid. High functioning alcoholic day. Oh, yeah, no, we still got work to do. But I'm just saying, you know, at least, you know, start off early and then see how far we go. If we make it to 5 o'clock, great. You know, maybe there's someone here that could be our designated employee where they don't drink. So if someone comes in here for a prize, we can hand them out the prize. Here's the prize is you driving the rest of us home. There's a good prize. Yeah. Here we we'll, go. We'll rent a bus. <laughs>
2: You have to have a at least a bus driver's license. I'm like okay.
0: it. I, I think this idea's got some uh, some feet. Yeah,
2: Rock 102 Spirit Week.
0: I like it. All right. 729 News is next to Rock 102. September means fall in New England. This is O'Brien of Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month receives 60% off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. Here's local radio icon steve nagel
2: thanks Bax. a group of good samaritans are being considered heroes after rescuing a woman in distress friday morning springfield's emergency communications department received calls around 9 45 a.m about a woman who climbed over the railing of the memorial bridge in west springfield according to the uh, springfield police while officers in the department's behavioral health clinician co-responders were on their way several civilians stopped their cars to get the to get out and pull the woman back to safety The initial investigation indicates the woman may have been attempting to commit suicide. The incident was captured on Springfield Police Department's real-time cameras. Springfield Police Commissioner Cheryl Claproot and uh, Mayor Dominic Sarno praised the citizens who assisted with the effort. Claproot stating, these good Samaritans did an incredible job working together to pull the distressed woman back to safety. I want to thank them for their selfless actions today. And she continued, the mental health crisis today we face is why I'm such an advocate for our crisis uh, intercept program, which has Trained clinician co-responders to respond with our police officers during mental health calls. So good for them. Good for them. It's always nice to see the happy ending uh, of that. Uh,
0: well, that what version. you you hope is you know this person who's uh, going to jump gets the help they need. Right. So this doesn't happen again. But yeah, it's uh, but very good work for these people that uh, that did their their job to help.
2: The uh, Colerain Police Department is asking for the public's help in identifying a man accused of stealing several items from an area business. The man pictured is said to have been caught on camera stealing a pie, an entire basket of apples, nectarines, corn, peaches, money, and flowers, among other things. What kind of pie? I don't know what kind of pie it was. Huckleberry. I don't, you know what? I have the uh, the poster. Which uh, let me see. Actually, I lost it. But there, there was. Uh, it had uh, this guy's face, like looking at the camera, realizing, "Uh oh, there's a camera there, man." <laughs> Wish I hadn't have done this. I just stole the pie. Uh, but man, that it, 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 these are these roadside stands. These, you know, the honor system type roadside stands. Why you got to be a jerk like that?
0: I didn't realize that uh, some of these roadside stands were set up with cameras. That makes a lot of sense to me, because if I were, if I had any sort of criminal uh, persuasion at all, I could clear you out in a heartbeat. But I have too much of a conscience. You but if I know I'm on camera, then I wouldn't even consider it.
2: Well, you just wear a face mask, and uh, nobody can identify
0: you. Yeah, <laughs> right. Steal that face money. mask, a fake mustache, uh, bushy up the eyebrows a little bit. See, I would be,
2: uh, I would, I would like, wouldn't want to do something like that because I would just assume that everybody's a thief not putting the right amount of money in, not taking the right change, yeah. taking too much change.
0: I never I never understood that. Like uh, you know, people that you know, like make their own maple syrup for example and then sell it. You know, at one of these uh these honor carts. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, man. It's a lot of work to make just even a as little as a quart of maple syrup. Yeah. And then to put it out there and you know, hope that someone pays for it? I don't know. Somebody, uh, somebody told me that they were walking around my property. And I was giving
2: them like a little tour. Right. Like, hey, man, uh, you know, you can uh, get these. Uh, you want we'll some real fun? You want some real fun? We can uh, we can tap some of these trees here for you. So yeah. So you can start making maple syrup. And then I'm like reading up about how to make maple syrup, and I'm like, mm,
0: no. You, you don't. No. there's so much work involved in it. There's too much work involved. Exactly. And, you know, for very little yield. I mean, you got to get a lot of sap in order to make enough yeah, maple it's like, syrup.
2: It's like ten gallons of sap makes like a quarter gallon. Of, I don't, I don't know what the ratio is, but it's like lots of sap versus how much you get.
0: Yeah, it's 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 just too much. It's so much easier to just go to a store and be overcharged for well, real I mean, maple syrup.
2: There's plenty of other uh, uh, there's sugar houses all over the place, especially out where I live. Sure, there. Aren't. There's like uh, you know at least three of them. There's one, and I don't know if it's open uh, again. If they were open this year, but it's a it's a little. Uh, it's called a High Hope Sugar House. It's up in Worthington. Uh huh. They have like a breakfast breakfast buffet. Really? Yeah, and it's for like I don't know, like ten bucks or whatever, and then you you go and it's 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 all stone floors
0: inside. Like like you're eating inside of the the sugar house. Says here that it is uh in fact still open. Well, there you go. Closes at two. Still time for us to go. Well,
2: that's yeah, but that's just to buy the, the
0: stuff. They don't they only do
2: the buffet thing like before Lent, like during Lent.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's too bad. Oh, that's a very rustic on the inside though.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's actually a very neat place.
0: I like that. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah how about that? Who would who doesn't want unlimited pancakes, waffles, and eggs and bacon?
0: Uh, For a very I, low price, as, as long as it's a low price, because there's only you know there's only so much I can take.
2: Springfield police arrested nine men Thursday afternoon on charges of soliciting a prostitute following an anti-John detail in the city. Uh, funny, no, none of them were named John. Uh, is this on twenty-two? Yeah, we got mugshots. We do. We have a uh, anywhere from let's see, they're twenty-eight to sixty years old.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, are, are these the kind of guys who need to go seek the services of a prostitute? They don't really uh, look like they would. Uh, they just need to work
2: on their game a little bit. You know See, what
0: I mean? The last time we had a John Sting in town, it's like uh, it was like a fifty-fifty split. Like some of these guys, this is probably really all they can expect. But some of these guys seem to be, you know, like you know, if they. You know, raise their standards a little bit. uh, You know, made themselves a little bit more uh, accessible. Put themselves out there. Put a, I don't know, uh, like a Match.com profile together. They wouldn't need to go down this road.
2: There's one guy, uh, fifty-two-year-old Daniel Orlick of Chicopee. Maybe he wasn't even soliciting sex. No. Say what's your name, "Uh, Daniel Orlick. Uh, I'll take the Daniel, please.
0: (laughs) That's gonna cost you extra. Yeah. It
2: just listen. If they're good-looking, they're a cop. Go away from them.
0: Yeah, but do you always know that they're good-looking? I mean, if you're, you know, it could be dark out, bad lighting, you know. You know, where where were these women, uh, were they advertising anywhere, or were they just, uh, you know, like a behind-the-dumpster type of thing?
2: Walking down the street going, hey, 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 who wants a date today? I don't know, man. Uh, Just over uh, one year ago, the West Springfield uh, Board of Health voted to mandate masks in all public indoor spaces in the town. While initial concerns focused on how the mandate has impacted vendors and fairgrows at the Big E, one local business owner says they're losing more than income. Western Mass News spoke with the owner of a local martial arts studio that was hit hard during the pandemic. And now with a mask mandate back in place, he's losing even more business. My main concern is not just financial impact, but it's an impact on our community and our children. Santana's Kung Fu Studio uh, head instructor, uh, Isaac Santana, said the West Springfield Board of Health voted to implement the indoor mask mandate on all indoor spaces effective Friday, September 17th. In that town meeting, community members were overwhelmingly against the mandate, one of them being Santana, who owns the martial arts studio. I was very disappointed. Mostly everybody was against it, and it seems like they just did not care about our personal feelings in regard to this decision they were going to make. His studio lost about 50 percent of enrollment when it reopened after being closed for months at the beginning of the pandemic. He told Western Mass News that uh, even his wife considered him, his wife even considered closing their doors. Because I don't understand is because you have to wear a mask while you're doing the martial arts, that that's what people are being turned away from. I'm not sure. Or is it the
0: hand to hand combat with somebody?
2: Yeah, that's what I'm not really understanding. Yeah, I don't know. What's going on with that?
0: I mean, this would be, I mean, I don't know what a good time or a bad time is to open up or keep your own dojo open.
4: You know,
2: it is kind of stupid that they even put the mandate in because it's not being enforced. And you hear people go to the Big E and they said there's tons of people walking around without any masks inside the buildings. And it's not like somebody's going to go confront them because they don't want that. No,
0: no. But so they-
2: what's the point then?
0: Because people like to feel as though their local governments are, are at least doing their best, even if their local governments are doing the very least. And, you know, I mean, it, you know, in Springfield, you're supposed to be wearing your mask everywhere, except outside when distancing can't be followed. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, there are plenty of places in Springfield where people aren't wearing their masks and there's no there are no mask police out there. We
2: should be. We should have a mask force. Oh, I get like it? That. A
0: mask force task force. A mask force task force. I like that idea.
2: And then uh, you, you get a you get like a gun, like a t-shirt cannon, that's filled with masks, <laughs> and then you shoot them at the people as they're walking by. Hey, yeah. you with the maps
0: And you get they get like snapped right in the right in the in the yeah. chest or the face. Yeah, you get a money shot to the face from yeah. a mask. <laughs> See, there you go.
2: Uh, Spirit of Springfield announced the Bright Night's Ball Cherry Blossoms Under the Moonlight being mm. held at MGM Springfield. The event will be held on November 13th this year and will be returning to MGM Springfield for the third time. Uh, Spirit of Springfield President Judy Matt said the Bright Night's Ball is our largest fundraiser and enables enables us to produce some of the other events you know. The 4th of July is that there's no income for us for the pancake breakfast. There's just no income in those other things. So this is the thing that actually uh, puts them uh, over the top as this far is as the thing. Uh, funding all these other events that they put on.
0: These balls have been uh, you know, very impressive over the years. You know, Judy, you know, when, when Judy puts her mind to it, she knows how to throw some balls around.
2: I am going for the very first time. Are you really? I am. Are you going to go?
0: Yeah, I think we're going to go. I, I, I did. Unfortunately the uh, the ball tasting committee which I have been a, a part yeah. of for many years for whatever I got another obligation that day so it's going to be hard for me to uh, to be on the ball tasting oh. committee but well-
2: can I take your spot?
0: Well, you need to talk to uh to let me Judy. Reach out
2: to Judy. Let's yeah, see why Judy wouldn't let you.
0: Judy, can I be
2: on the ball tasting committee? Yeah, Signoli's
0: on that. You, you two are buddies. Very good, Steve. Very, very, very good. Yeah, right.
2: Uh, check out, check out, check out these uh, uh, cordon blue bites. They're so he's good. Cl- these They're cordon so blue balls. balls. Yeah, so good. So yeah, good no, he's good. So good to work with you, Beck. So he's
0: great good. to eat next to.
2: I like ball tasting. I like ball tasting. Yeah, back.
0: he does. He's, he's good fun. But do, uh, do you like my Tony Signoli? That's, that's fantastic. Uh, so what, uh, what, what brings you to the ball?
2: <clears throat> what brings me to the ball? Yeah. Last time Judy was here, her and I were talking about it and I'm like, you know, I've always wanted to go to that. And she's like, okay, well, we'll get you, uh, situated with, uh, whatever you need to do. Well, there you go.
0: Do you got a tux? No, I gotta go get one of those. Mm, yeah. Tux. I should just buy one. I bought one. I'm telling you. Pays for itself. Yeah, you, but, wear it uh, two, you wear it
2: two times. But you and me have this; our weight fluctuates. Yeah, you know, probably anywhere from twenty to thirty pounds on any given year.
0: But my, so, uh, but my, my pants uh, are adjustable. I got adjustable tux pants.
2: Yes, but then the adjustable tux pants. But then, what happens then when you like, you know, you lose a bunch of weight, and then all of a sudden you're walking around with clown pants.
0: Well, that's, you know, you can, you can cinch them up. You can tighten them up. But, you know, the, the cost of actually buying a tux is not as crazy as people think it may be.
2: It's like less than $1,000, right? Oh, my God. I paid way less than that. Really?
0: Way less.
2: And they and charge like, like $300 to rent them for a day.
0: Right, which what I'm saying is if you, rent, if you wear it more than once, it's practically paid for itself. You know what? I'll buy one, and I'll use it for my DJ
2: business. And I'll write it off on the taxes. This is what I'm saying, Steve. You don't even know what a write off is. No, but they do, and they're the ones who are writing it
0: off. See? I just wanted to. I know you did. But no, it, it makes it makes total sense. I mean, the one I got is beautiful, powder blue ruffles, yeah. lots of piping,
2: and I have an extremely beautiful date that I'm bringing with me. To yeah, she do. Yes, you do. Yes, that's, uh, you do. It, that's 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 really the main reason.
0: As uh, as she. Seen the balls been in the past? I mean, she's she has a, she's never been, been to the balls. Never she been to the never balls? never been
2: to the ball tasting. This will be her first time experiencing the balls.
0: Yeah, hopefully she'll hopefully. leave that with a good taste in her mouth. Yeah! <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> what? Just saying. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Earlier this month, a 37-year-old man named Matt Williamson got arrested for breaking into a car in Pleasant Grove, Alabama, near Birmingham, and he was released on bond the same day. Then, less than two hours later, he broke into another car and stole it, but they didn't catch him right away. Five days later, he broke into the concession stand at a big athletic complex and took a bunch of snacks. That was last Wednesday. And the next morning, police found him passed out on a pile of candy, chips, chicken fingers, and methamphetamine. (laughs) I got everything I need. (laughs) I got chicken. I got chips. I got candy. And I got methamphetamine.
0: Maybe that's why he was passed out. Maybe things were going so well before you figured
2: out before you figured out he was a meth addict. That's true. and the next morning uh, you know, or I'm sorry, he admitted
0: to everything and then they took him straight back to jail. He's facing multiple charges see prior to you saying that he was on that uh, they found meth, I'm thinking, well, this guy is tenacious. this is a guy that just does not want to give up and, and then he, you say meth addict I'm like oh well then that yeah. all of a sudden that, it, that clarifies quite a bit
2: his his mugshot looks. Exactly like he's been doing meth and eating chicken fingers and candy and chips.
0: Does he have all of his teeth to eat all those things? Well, he's or not is he just gumming smi- that stuff not, down? He's
2: not smiling in the picture, so uh, I can't yeah. uh tell. Hard but he, to tell. He does have that uh he has that meth do. Yeah, it's kinda like uh yeah. I almost combed it, but I didn't. Yeah. Looks you know, like the hair's like... trying to right.
0: run away from his head.
2: Yes. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today, uh, brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 76. Tomorrow, rain showers with a high of 69. Giggity. It's 52 right now in downtown Springfield. Next time you're out at the beverage cooler, look for the black and white can. It's Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. It's velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air roasted. And that's your Fogbuster forecast and the news
1: on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Mitchell Machine wants to add to their very talented team.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 753. And Tom Petty on Rock 102.
2: Nice day today. Sunny and a high of 76. Tomorrow, not so nice of a day. Rainy with a high of 69 giggity. It's 52 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Rock 102's Pro <coughs> Picks Pool is underway at Rock102.com. It's your call football. Weekly winner score a $50 gift certificate to Geo's Pizzeria in Hamden. Pizza the way you like it. And the overall season winner gets a 500 dollars cash card. Courtesy of Noreaster Organic Life Hydroponics. Check your stats. Go with your guts. And uh, play Rock Pro Picks Pool from Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
2: Uh, what else? What What's else going on? Uh, I, I got things. a story to tell after 8 o'clock. Ooh, a story?
0: Yeah. Or uh, an actual uh, story about, um, if you're going to be married to someone, make sure you uh, marry someone with a lot of mechanical skills and know-how. Oh, uh... I'm not that guy. I mean, I married someone who is, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't have. I don't have those kinds of mechanical skills. Right. But we'll talk about that after eight o'clock. And then also, uh, Bob Kane uh, will be. I don't know if he's on the phone or actually coming in here, but there's a Ride to Remember fundraiser. We're going to talk to him about uh, around eight forty-five, eight fifty this morning.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's what is it? Uh, Ride to Remember, you said right? Ride to Remember. Ride to Remember. Yeah. I, there's so many different fundraisers this time of year. Because uh, we do have some other ones scheduled for this week and next week, uh, I'll make sure you guys know about that before. Oh, good. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. We good to uh, at least have a little bit of a clue. Uh,
2: but it's just like you know, it's either that uh, you know Wicked in Pink is happening soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bob Bob Alves is gonna be in here for that. Uh, you got. Uh, there's a couple of different things, so I get them all mixed up sometimes. Yeah, But well, so we'll make sure we get the uh, the, the, the one he's
0: coming to do a, to talk about is a, is a pretty good one, and believe it or not, it's a chance to see Trailer Trash play live. What? Yes, I know. It's... When have you ever had a chance to go see Trailer Trash in Western Massachusetts? Well, last time was at Festa, so uh, not that long ago, so yeah. just a matter of weeks. But now uh, another chance to see him, so we'll tell you all of the the details. About that. It's 7.56 on Rock 102.
4: If you need a job with flexible hours. B-
0: rock 102 Springfield's classic rock. It's 8.07 and uh, Queen and David Bowie on Rock 102. The only song I know with the name Stephen. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's just Queen, not uh, David Bowie. No, no. I was yeah, under pressure. Right. Uh, yeah. Which totally
2: uh, trampled over my, uh, my I, I said, it's the only song mm-hmm. I know of that uh, has the word Stephen.
0: Actually, Alice Cooper did a song called Stephen. He did? He did. Why am I only finding out about this now? Oh, yeah, no, Steven's a messed up kid, and it's, <sighs> you'll find it on the uh, Welcome to My Nightmare album. Oh, sounds... Yeah, like
2: it describes me to a T.
0: Yeah, no, I think you'd be very disturbed by it all. Uh,
2: your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly sunny with a high of 76. Tomorrow, not so nice. Uh, rainy with a high of 69. Giggity, it's 52 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Hey, have I told you about the uh, my camper up in Vermont yet? No! When did you get one of those? Oh, as it turns out, I got one uh, quite a few months ago now. Yeah. How yeah. about that? Yeah, it's... Uh, God damn, it's fantastic! How's
2: you know, it, how's it working out? Uh, how's the maintenance going on that right thing?
0: Well, you know, I got to do a couple things here and there. We'll probably close it up uh, soon enough. Uh, we'll have to hire a man with tools, skills, and knowledge to a mm-hmm. uh, to do that. But um, you know, we got there on Saturday. We've been trying to go there as often as possible because you know you want to make sure you, you know that it's a uh, you know it was worth the expense of of getting it. And we've gotten our money's worth. Doggone it, we've gotten every penny worth so far. So uh you know when you when you leave it mm-hmm. you you lock it up you know and you it's one of these things where it's got these these pop-outs yeah okay so and and ours has got three of these pop-outs there's one of the uh, the bedroom right mm-hmm. and then there's the uh, the kitchen pop-out that's got the uh, the stove and the fridge and then there's the other pop-out that's got like the TV and the fake fireplace so you're going to rock out with your pop-out huh in a manner of speaking yes all right so we get there on uh, on Saturday morning. We're ready to go, and uh, I unlock it, get in there, and I decide to uh, pull the pop ups out. Uh-huh. I got two of them out uh-huh. without a problem, and yeah. then uh, that third one, where the, the their fridge and the stove are, yeah, uh, it's not moving. It's not moving, and uh, you know the thing about anything breaking on this thing is i'm kind of at the mercy of uh being born without any mechanical skills are these these are automatic right you push a button there's a panel on the wall you push a button i made the mistake of pushing two buttons at the same time and that may have been the problem but i'm getting to that i don't want to get ahead of myself okay so i'm i'm pushing the button and uh, my wife, Jenny, is saying, you know, what's going on? Because she's thinking the worst-case scenario. Wait,
2: you have a wife, too? Yes. You a camper and a wife? Man, you hit the jackpot. <laughs> oh, dude,
0: I got enormous expenses going <laughs> on right now.
2: Yeah, all right.
0: <laughs> so she's, uh, you know, she. I said, I'll tell you what. Why don't you go uh, down the street, get us lunch, and I'll, uh, I will call the RV company. To, have, to, to walk me through this to see if I can correct it. All right. All right. So she goes, and she uh, she goes uh, get some lunch to bring it back. Meanwhile, I'm on a, a 1-800 number trying to figure uh, figure this out. And uh, I get the guy on the phone, and he says, okay, well, look at the panel. And I'm looking at the panel. He says, can you open it? I said, well, I can open up uh, one panel, no problem. But he said, well, take a look at the, uh, the other panel with the switches. Now, I don't have any tools up here okay i mm-hmm. uh, i had to and it's all <laughs> screwed into the wall so i had to you know with him on the speakerphone i had to uh, open this thing with a butter knife which a, a butter knife does not really work very well on a phillips head screw so i uh, already I'm, I'm you know i'm wasting this guy's uh, very valuable time
2: well but you're utilizing tools that uh you know you're you're making good
0: yes i'm like a, i'm like a, like a primate you know yeah. learning how to use tools for the very first time like they did in that first scene with the monolith in 2001
2: or you are like that guy they drop out in the middle of the uh, the wilderness and he's eating bugs and he's going
0: energy yes yeah. very much like that yeah. Abs- and that's why i sent jenny out for lunch Right. So, because I'm... You I know, need if, energy. If I'm going to solve this problem on a 1-800 line, which is the only tool I brought, mm-hmm. was a 1-800 number to uh, to correct this problem, yeah. I'm going to need some sort of uh, life-sustaining energy, because uh, I was starving at this point, and we needed to get moving. So, you know, he, the, 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 uh, the technician on the phones have me, uh, you know, check, uh, you know, the battery, make sure that's all cool, checking the post, make sure everything is uh, hooked up okay, and then I, uh, I just, uh, you know, we're, we're not finding it, and we're trying to figure out, well, what else could it be? Couldn't find the source of why mm-hmm. this thing's not moving, and uh, you know, I mean, it's going on for a while. And he says, you know, maybe you should, you know, contact uh, the place you bought it from, okay? Because you know, you 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 get like a like a, a club membership, and that's who I'm talking to. And typically, they're very good about helping you but what I what I might need is a technician mm-hmm. to come out right. all the way up to Vermont to fix this thing. So I'm thinking, okay, well we could be here for hours waiting for that to happen. So I hang up with the guy on the uh, on the on the, uh, the the club 800 number. Mm-hmm. Now I'm calling another 800 number to uh, to get a technician. Now I'm put on hold immediately. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, there is an RV place down the road, mm-hmm. about 30 miles, that we could go to. Yeah, but-, but Is it like Bob's RV and hair care and trading post? Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. and, and I don't know much about Bob other than, you know, he's got a, a, like two, three RVs left in the lot, and he's often closed. So... <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, okay. Uh, and so Jenny comes back with lunch. She says, well, "Why don't we just go to that place and uh-huh. talk to him and see if he can figure it out?" I said, "Well, I'm on a, I'm on the one eight hundred number right now. I'm, I'm, I'm getting this thing done. Right. I can, you know, clearly, I'm doing my part to, to, uh, to fix the problem. Yeah. like a man, because that's, you know, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, you know, I could use, you know, like skills and and know-how to fix it, but I, you know, I'm not that guy." My best solution is a one eight hundred number, so I'm uh, I'm on hold and I'm and I'm waiting and I'm sitting in a chair, not even opening my lunch yet, uh, and my my back is turned to the uh, to uh, to Jenny who is now looking at the electrical panel and uh-huh. I'm thinking like okay like like she's gonna be able to figure this out. I mean I, I'm I'm a man you know like and I should know how to fix right you know a a mechanical problem in my own RV. Uh-huh. And as I'm still uh, you're waiting and getting agitated because, you know, things aren't working, and I'm not happy about it. All of a sudden, she stands up, presses the button, and all of a sudden the pop-out is going. She, fig- she says, figured it out. I had blown a fuse. A 99-cent a fuse. Well, that's disgusting. You blew a fuse? I, well, I mean, I uh, it, the fuse burned out. I didn't, uh, if that makes more sense to you. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. And so all of a sudden, my wife <coughs> could have figured this out like a half hour ago, but like an idiot, I said, why don't you go get us lunch? And I'm feeling like, well, that was kind of a sexist thing to do. <laughs> Maybe I should have left the job to her, and I should have gotten lunch, and she would have fixed it. Yeah, she probably would have figured it out way quicker than
2: you did. But let me ask you this. Now, I I get it. You're like me. I'm not a very mechanical person. I'm more of a laborer. You tell me what to do, I can do the labor part.
0: See, I'm more of a uh, relaxer. Uh, labor, yeah. I'm not really into. And,
2: uh, you know, when I put things together, they don't really come out the way they should. Right. Uh, unless I'm under supervision, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but uh, I. that's understandable, that uh, you and I can't do those things or couldn't figure that out. Not in a million years. But- what good was that technician on the phone who didn't say, hey, did you check the electrical panel to see if there's any fuses blown? Because that would have been the first thing as a tech to make sure. They always tell you that when you call with your problems with right. your uh, with your here's- uh, cable. But you call a cable company, you call the cable, you're like, well, is it plugged in?
0: Because that's one of the biggest things that people forget. I could make that argument and be comfortable with that. But the reality <laughs> is, here's a guy who knows what he's doing on the other end of the phone, uh-huh. trying to walk an idiot through the issues, right? Through, you know where to check, and I don't even know what he's telling me to do. So he could have been giving me the exact right thing to do, and I guarantee I'm looking you, at the wrong thing. You don't remember him mentioning the fuse box? He says this sounds like a fuse, and I'm like, and I'm looking, I'm like, well, not look nothing looks wrong with it. But, of course yeah, but, I did. but then
2: he should have said, can you take the fuse out of that panel, uh, whatever that circuit is, and see if it's blown or not.
0: Yeah, but that's after he said, take the, uh, the switch panel off the wall, and I'm looking for fuses back uh, there. And I said, I'm that's not seeing God anything. Sick. Well, let's try the front of it. I mean, at one point, I think even he realized, I'm dealing with someone who is a moron on the other end of this phone. Why this guy purchased a fifth-wheel RV without knowing what to do with it uh, is confounding. Yeah. And I think this guy either gave up. Or realize, I can't help this guy unless there's a guy who knows what he's doing actually there. Did you, So once this, did you have another fuse? Or did you... No, what Jenny did was take a fuse for something that uh, was just like a, like a retractable awning. Uh-huh. Take that out, same amperage of, of the fuse. All right. Remove the fuse that moves the, <laughs> the pop out. Right. And fixed it. Then we had to go get another fuse. So we went to that that one RV place uh, yeah. that was like down the road thirty. Uh, yeah, it's going out of business, and the guy wasn't open. So, <laughs> so the uh, the guy who lives across the street, uh, we talked to him. He says, "Oh yeah, I got a bunch of these fuses," and he gave us a bunch of free fuses. Now, if I were smart, I would have asked that guy, who's a mechanic, "Hey, could you figure help me figure this out?" Didn't even think about asking that, inconveniencing that guy. The only thing I could think of was to call a one eight hundred number because that's the only thing I'm equipped to well, do. Because I think you know what it is—you just got to get over the fact
2: that uh stop, stop worrying about what other people are going to think of you, and just go and ask them for help. Like ask the neighbor next time. Don't uh, don't, don't call the one eight hundred number. I know what you're trying to do. You want to say, you know what? I can get through this. I because you want to be proud at the end of the day going. I did this. I fixed it. I am a man. This is my castle. Right. But the queen was the one that actually did all the The, work. The
0: queen bee was the one who figured it out. She's the genius in this relationship. She's the one that's got all the intelligence. Except for the fact that
2: she married you. Well, listen, it was a a moment of weakness. So one bad decision she makes in her life. (laughs) She's, she's a talented, beautiful woman. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She makes
0: one big mistake, and now she's going to deal with all these problems. And, and, now, and now she's ultimately paying for it. And she realizes the only way I'm going to get through this marriage is to change the fuses.
2: You know, uh, when I was married, I wasn't allowed to touch any of the tools in our house.
0: Probably smart.
2: There's a sign I still have uh, in my barn now. <laughs> that's it's like uh tools don't touch them don't even look at them don't even breathe on them i know and then uh it was a handwritten note that's that's said dear husband on it yes because i wasn't allowed to touch any of the tools well guess what you're gone now and i'm leaving them out in the yard (laughs) yeah that shovel's getting rusty now who's gonna tell me to put it away (laughs) nobody
0: (laughs) And you still don't know how to use half of them. They're just out there in the yard.
2: Yeah, you... What's that thing with the, with the little teeth at the end of it? Uh, it's a called I... a saw, I think. No, no, no it was for, for, for I think you drag it across the ground and sometimes
0: leaves get picked up with oh, it. Oh, well, uh, 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 it's called a, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> it's on the tip of my tongue and I just can't think of it. Is it a shovel? No, uh, I think it might be a spade. Mm, isn't that a form of a shovel? Or a hoe. The gardening tool. Uh, gotcha. Uh,
2: yeah, I'm not sure what it is. Is it a rake? Yeah, that's rake. A, it's a
0: rake. God, see, this is this is why I need, like, uh, index cards or, uh, you know, some sort of uh, visual <laughs> aids you to, know, let me, to let me to help me figure this stuff out.
2: Uh, that's what guys do. I think we're lazy guys. I think that's what it is. Yeah. There are people out there who really enjoy helping other people. Like, I have friends that uh, they want to help me out. Yeah. And I will let them help me out because I don't know what they're doing. But they seem to take great satisfaction in fixing whatever I need fixed. Yeah,
0: like uh, like Jenny was saying, you know, maybe we should get like a pickup truck. And you know, like part of me says, yeah, it'd be cool to drive one of those things. But I don't want to own one of those things because I realize the moment I own a pickup truck is the moment that everyone's going to want me to help them move stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you- I—that that is not why I want a pickup truck. You know what I say to that? What? Uh,
2: no, I'm busy this weekend.
0: Yeah, but you can only get away with that for so long, and until someone actually gets you, and then all of a sudden I, I'm moving, huh. I'm moving, you know, dressers up four flights of stairs.
2: I would, I'm actually only going to be helping the people who helped me move. That's reasonable. Like any anybody who was there helping me move, I right. would help any one of them uh, move anything.
0: Yeah, see, like I never helped you move, but I don't think you ever asked me to help you move.
2: No, I didn't because it, because I, it was too much to, uh, to get everybody involved yes. in the whole thing. and I had helped uh, friends of mine that uh, they moved like a month earlier. Right, and then so they were there to help. And then uh, I, had, I had a friend who who was nice enough to let us use his big trailer so we could carry the big stuff down mm-hmm. on it. So it all kind of it, it worked out. It all it all came together. And uh, you know, there's there's people uh, hooking up. Uh, washing machines improperly. Oh yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to criticize anybody, but. Uh...
0: But yeah, but yes, <laughs> yeah, you, you know. know, you know how that goes. Yeah. I mean, you think you you'd like to think that you've got the capabilities to figure that stuff out, yeah. and then you realize what you have is no capabilities whatsoever. And that's that's always been the way I've operated. It's it's better to find a man who knows what they're doing is than to hire ma- than to hire a moron like me whose only skill is to dial a phone. So when somebody walks into your
2: house, uh, like, is there a uh, a woman who looks after this poor sap who <laughs> could help me with a project?
0: Well, in fact, we have a woman just like that who could be very helpful to you.
2: Hey, I, I'll tell you a little uh, lazy man story coming up in just a, in a, in a minute here.
0: So All right. Sounds good. Take a break. It's twenty two on Rock 102. at LeotoyotaWilbraham.com. Leah! It's 824 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102.
2: So, uh, <clears throat> I'm doing uh, my birthday's coming up in a few weeks. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to be 43 years old.
0: Man. Imagine that. Yeah, I can remember that. I remember 43 like it was... <sighs> 12 years ago. Uh,
2: but, but, I now have to get a renewed license. So I either have the option of getting the regular license. Right. Or you can opt for the real ID. Because apparently I've been using a fake ID for the last uh, 30
0: years. Well, we've all done that at least once in our lives. Um,
2: But uh, the checklist of items that they give you. Let me see if I still have this thing here. I think I do right here. This is what they, they send you this letter in the mail, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like all of these documents on here that you need to prove who you are. Yeah. Which is well, it's so stupid because they know who you are. If you show up with your just regular license, why do I need to show them all of this other documentation to prove who I am?
0: Well, you got the list on you, right? Yeah. So what do you got to show?
2: Well, here's what I'm bringing
0: because there's too many
2: things to read on this, on this piece of paper, mm-hmm. but I'm bringing a utility bill. Okay. Okay, and I'm bringing my current driver's license, which is proof of residency. Right, and that's because sh- my ex- my license is not expired yet; it expires on my birthday. Okay, so you can use that, and then uh, proof of social security number. About twelve years ago, um, my dog, at the time, yes, ate eight- my wallet. Really? And I had my Social Security card in there. Yes. And he ate the Social Security card, along with all the other things that were inside the wallet.
0: See, I don't remember the last time I ever had a Social Security number. Uh, The card? card. You don't know where the card is? you have it safe? you have it put away somewhere? I I don't even think I have the card. Does your mom have it? My mom probably does not have my Social Security card. Your parents don't save those kinds of things? No. No, I think uh, I think I showed uh, I think I showed something that had my social security number on it. Yeah.
2: So I'm uh, uh, I'm uh, I put this thing up on Facebook last night. Yes. I was like, has anybody gotten the real? Idea? And nobody really answers the question that I have. Okay. I said, do I need to bring all of these documents with me, or just some from the list? And I got this checklist thing saying. That explained it to me better than anybody on Facebook did. Sure. About uh, which one, which which things to bring with you, so I have uh, now instead of the Social Security card, I have a W two that has my Social Security, Security number on right. it, which I think so, is what I brought. Yeah, so that's going to be uh, the thing to do. But uh, as I put this thing up on 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 Facebook last night, a friend of mine uh, texts me and she says, uh, you just bring your Social Security card, you you'll be fine." And I said, "Listen." I haven't had a social security card in probably over 12 years. Exactly. And then uh, she said, what happened? And I said, the dog ate it. And then she goes, and you haven't gotten a new one? And I said,
0: no. I, she, I haven't seen
2: a single like, reason you... why I would need to have one. And she said, you are such a dude. She said, you are
0: just like my husband who does the same exact thing, loses things, and then doesn't... Steve, in the last 12 years, when have you ever been asked to present your Social Security card? (sighs) Not in the last 12 years. Uh, When I started working here, I needed it.
2: Really? Yeah. So actually, it was longer than 12 years ago. It was... Like 16 years ago. 16 years ago that this happened.
0: I don't know about that. I mean, come on. I', I I've, I've never been asked to show my Social security card.
2: Yes, and anytime I need a copy of my social security card, I go up to HR and I have them give me the copy of the copy that they made. <laughs> well I, I've never I've yeah. never even had to do that. And then the other thing is I got to go all the way up to Greenfield today for what? Well, it's a AAA office because you, you can get it done through oh, AAA, yeah, right. And the only one that had an appointment that was so close, otherwise, the other local ones around here didn't have anything for like two weeks out. And I don't want to wait that long down to the wire. Right. uh, To do that. So uh, wish me luck.
0: Yeah, good luck with all that. Although I don't know, I have not heard of a single person in Massachusetts that has ever had a negative experience at the Registry of Motor Vehicles.
2: Well, this isn't the Registry of Motor Vehicles, this is a AAA office. And and from what I've been told, all of those people are way nicer than the people working at the RMV.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. Now, well, you know, most people at the RMV are, you know, so disgruntled that they work at the RMV that the only way that they can do anything is to project their anger and hostility towards you.
2: Uh, Something popped up in my Facebook memories the other day, too, speaking of the RMV. I remember having to go to the RMV for something or another, a registration or whatever, and uh, the fire alarm goes off in the middle just before I get called Ugh. up. And then uh, they were saying this building needs to be checked and this is going to take a couple hours oh, to yeah. do. And then I had to leave and then come back again the next day.
0: Mm-hmm. Not remember like the- those people were working anyway. No, but know. You know what I'm saying? Well, remember the story I told uh, like, oh God, it was like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, my daughter, Eliza, was going to go for her uh, learner's permit. Yeah. And she had to approve uh, residency, and she brought all these things with her. She had what she needed. And, uh, you, and we went to uh, the one at the, uh, the Springfield Plaza, and the woman at, at the, uh, the front uh, said, no, this isn't going to be good enough. It's like, well, everything on this list has been met. All these things that she needs are here. No, that's not going to be good enough. She said, you can go over to that computer and maybe get some information uh, from her uh, school portal to, to prove that she's a resident of East Law Meadow. Mm-hmm. So we went to the computer that was sitting over there and she got, her, she got her stuff, printed it off, brought it back to that, got back in line, went to the lady, same lady. Nope, that's not gonna be good enough. I said, we just got the same exact thing you told us to get. No, I think you're gonna have to go to her school and get her transcripts and then bring them back. So we went to, I, I called her school, got the transcripts, went to the, the high school. Drove all the way back to Springfield Plaza, and, I, and uh, the transcripts were in an envelope. We, I presented the woman the envelope. She never opened the envelope and said, yeah, that's oh, good enough. I'm like, so come I on. What are you doing been to been me? And I said to Liza in the beginning, I said, uh, I did the old uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi thing where I said, uh, inside you will fi- you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. As the registry of motor vehicles in Massachusetts. Okay, I wasn't going to
2: go that far. I
0: went that far. But I went down did. that road, and it was Just a... remember,
2: uh, just as John called State Policeman uh, Dix the other day, <laughs> I want to make it clear that Mike Baxendale was the one that said the RMV is a bunch oh, of scum sucking
0: and, and they bottom feeders.
2: Never heard that those complaints before. Guess that's part of the gig. I guess it when is. When you apply, it says, "Are you willing to be called
0: a some a scum sucking <laughs> bottom feeder?" <laughs> Are you willing to project your hostility onto others? Yes? Well, when can you start? It's uh, it's 832 at Rock 102. Oh, hang on.
4: Yeah, it's still happening because that new website that's turning the CBD industry upside down is doing it with a new name. SavageFarmsCBD.com. New name, same mission, helping you help others. Choose locally sourced CBD products. Order online. Savage Farm CBD will help you help others by donating a portion of each sale to a local charity. Help yourself to the finest local CBD products and help others with help from Savage Farm CBD. Find out how they help you help others at savagefarmcbd.com.
0: DD Parks members, pay attention. September 29th, which if I'm not mistaken is Wednesday. You can get a free medium-hot or iced coffee with any purchase for National Coffee Day. Again, September 29th, Dunkin' is celebrating you, the Dunkin' drinkers, by showing love for the love you have for Dunkin' coffee. It's a thank you for choosing to run on the coffee that always keeps America running. So run to Dunkin' on National Coffee Day, and be sure to join D.D. Perks. And if you haven't already... Uh, Make this your first reward of many down the road. America Runs on Dunkin'. Limit for one per member, exclusions, and additional charges may apply.
3: You're invited to Big Vax Week at Big Y, the easy and convenient way to protect yourself during the upcoming flu season and from COVID-19. It's Sunday, September 26th through Saturday, October 2nd. No appointment necessary. Regular and high-dose flu and COVID vaccines are being offered at no cost. Insurance, eligibility, and age restrictions may apply. It's taking place at every Big Y, but dates and times vary, so check BigY.com for details. It's more than food. It's keeping the community healthy. It's my Big Y.
2: One of the coolest things from Xfinity is the Xfinity Voice Remote. It allows you to find what you want faster by using voice commands to change channels, search for shows, get recommendations, and more. You want to watch a specific show, you just say family guy into the Xfinity Voice Remote, boom. Boom. All the ways that you can watch Family Guy pop up on the screen so there's no more channel surfing or searching through anything. It's that easy. You can use the Xfinity Voice Remote to manage your Wi-Fi, too. Just say, what's my Wi-Fi username and password? Or, show me my Wi-Fi. Access and monitor your system right from your TV, only with the Xfinity Voice Remote. Uh, Say commands like arm my system or view Xfinity home cameras. You can manage your account from your TV as well. Just say, show me my account. The Xfinity Voice Remote To find your Xfinity username, reset your password, view and pay your bill, and view and manage appointments. The Xfinity Voice Remote can even understand both English and Spanish. Xfinity has it all. The ability to pause live TV. An Xfinity Voice Remote to let you choose what you want quickly. Customer service that lets you dictate when you want and need help. Xfinity Mobile, Xfinity Voice, and even home security. Talk to the folks at an Xfinity store today or call 1-800-XFINITY.
4: It's the latest in technology and it's available at your voice and fingertips only from Xfinity. Tire Track Automotive Center does it all: brakes, tires, exhaust, front end, state inspection, alignment, suspension. If it can be done to a car, they do it, and they need your help to do it. Tire Track has full and part-time positions available for auto technicians, tire installers, and lube technicians. There's highly competitive hourly pay, sign-on bonus for well-qualified applicants, sick time, vacation pay, health and dental, and extra consideration for veterans and applicants with a state inspection license. Apply online at TireTrack.com or at Tire Track Automotive, 175 Chestnut Street, Down town Springfield.
0: It's 835 of Bax and O'Brien to Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagle. Thanks
2: Bax. A group of good Samaritans are being considered heroes after rescuing a woman in distress on Friday morning. Springfield's emergency communication department received calls around 9 45 a.m. about a woman who climbed over the railing of the Memorial Bridge in West Springfield. According to the Springfield Police Department, uh, while officers while police officers and the department's behavioral health clinician co-responders were on their way several civilians stopped their cars to get out and pull the woman back to safety the initial investigation indicates that the woman may have been attempting to commit suicide the incident was captured on springfield uh, police department's real-time cameras and uh praises from the mayor and the uh, police commissioner for the good samaritans who did their due diligence and helped this woman to safety so uh,
0: good work for those people that were out there
2: absolutely the Colrain police is asking for the public's help in identifying a man accused of stealing several items from an area business. Do you mean the Colrain cop? Where yeah, they have him. like a
0: full department of ah. of crime busters? I'm guessing it's one guy. You know. <laughs> and his deputy. He's the police spokesman and the chief. I mean I mean yeah, you've been through Colrain. It's a uh, very Mayberry RFD like.
2: I've never I don't think I've ever
0: been to Colrain. It's a beautiful little town. Is it? And there's not a lot going on over there. You know, I'm going up to Greenfield today.
2: It's a big city. Not by choice, but I'm going to Greenfield.
0: It's funny how whenever anyone says I'm going up to Greenfield, it's always followed by it's not by choice. You know what? Uh, why don't you
2: email me, stevenrock102.com. What's the best place to get a sandwich in uh, in Greenfield? I figured oh, I'll, have yeah. nice, I'll have a nice lunch uh, with, uh, you know, sitting down on a park bench with a... Uh, an empty bottle of mad dog uh, 2020 <laughs> and a and, and, an, and an empty syringe to pick up my hors
0: d'oeuvres with there's got to be uh, there's got to be some Yelp ratings on restaurants up in the Greenfield area
2: oh, there's got to be a, a deli I'm fascinated with delis Really? Yeah.
0: What's a, what is it about delis that you're so crazy I about? I just
2: like good delis. I like uh, you know Richards over in West Springfield makes nice giant sandwiches. It's, all, sure. it's something about the sandwiches. You, you got to have a good sandwich. You got to have a nice uh, soft piece of bread. To yeah. Put that sandwich on.
0: Well, let me uh, let me take a look here at the restaurants <laughs> in Greenfield for you. Uh, I don't no restaurant. I
2: don't want to sit down. I just want to go in and order a sandwich and get out of there. That's all I want
0: to do. There's well, a, a place that looks like it's. No, I'm sorry. That's the wrong. Well no that's not it. no, you can't do that either. It looks like you're out of luck. I think McDonald's has got sandwiches. I wonder if the uh you know i I think these
2: AAA offices <clears throat> should have a spread of like cured meats and
0: cheeses A charcuterie charcuterie that would be terrible say that yeah charcuterie yeah, that would be great if you could like uh you know have a plate of like uh, exotic meats and cheeses. You know, while you wait for like a passport video, a uh, picture.
2: Woolery Wasn't that the the host of the newlywed game?
0: No, Steve. That would be, uh, <laughs> uh, no, that, the, the, that was, uh, Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery. Yes, right. Yeah. Right.
2: He also hosted Password or, uh, Scrabble. Remember Scrabble? I do remember
0: Scrabble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a, you're right. That was a dumb game show. Well, it's kind of a dumb game, really. I mean, they're all. I mean, you're trying to spell words against somebody else on television. Who wants to watch that?
2: Well, there probably were some people out there back in the day. That's why it ran in the daytime.
0: I guess. But
2: either way, uh, let, oh here's the. I'm already getting emails for the uh, Greenfield restaurants. If uh, if you have six hours in a safe exhaust system, there's a Friendly's drive-through. <laughs> Very good, Rick. very good. very Rick. good. uh I like that. that's pretty funny.
3: How is it <laughs> go to
2: Hager's market apparently that's a that's the place to be
0: Hager's market yeah all right next next time I'm through Greenfield, Hager's will be my my stop.
2: Uh, Hager's uh, farm market or Foster's supermarket
0: I've never understood the uh the friendlies drive through and I've seen that one in Greenfield a number of times, and I'm going, I don't see a lot of people in line yeah you're waiting. It's like I wonder if they ordered and then just gave up
2: well i from I've never done the drive through but from my understanding, it's basically like it's all set up. it's a limited menu. it's only like certain things on there, yeah, but it's like chicken fingers and stuff, and all of that stuff is now in warming baskets, so it can get out faster.
0: I see, but uh.
2: I don't think it gets out as fast as they'd
0: like. <laughs> I, don't, I can't imagine any situation we're going through uh, looking for fast food at a friendlies is ever going to happen. Yeah. Uh,
2: Springfield police arrested nine men Thursday afternoon on charges of soliciting a prostitute following an anti-John detail in the city. According to the Springfield police spokesman, Ryan Walsh said, My best friend, sister's boyfriend's girlfriend heard from this guy who was dating this girl that saw nine men get HJs from a prostitute on worthington street <laughs> i guess it's pretty serious uh but yeah anywhere from 28 to 60
5: years
0: old wow yeah, yeah. i'm 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 finally looking at the story and looking at the uh, the mug shots and you know again you know some of these guys well they don't they really don't need to go down the, i mean there's a couple of there's a couple of these dudes that probably do but yeah take care of yourself yeah you know listen you
2: know, bit, listen. Uh, you know uh, maybe put some old spice aftershave on uh. Clean shirt, yeah. Clean. Any
0: shirt would probably be,
2: Mike, would be good. Mike, what's that uh, what's that Keith or Chris Christopherson song? Uh, Sunday morning coming down. <laughs> I stumbled through the closet and put on my cleanest dirty shirt. <laughs> That's what some of these guys look like they did before they went out. All
0: right, so there's, now there's one there's one guy's mugshot. Who? Uh, okay, so you you've got uh, this. It, there's nine people in this uh, in this. Picture on 22 News, and uh, it's it's the saddest looking Brady Bunch you've ever seen, except for the guy in the middle, who is in the Alice position. This guy is it. It's like he's posing for an Olin Mills, uh, portrait uh, thing. He's so happy. Uh, I believe the man's name is Mitchell. Mitchell just he's so happy to be amongst people, out and about, getting his picture taken. Good for Mitchell for being happy during his. Is prostitution arrest? Well, there's
2: always got to be there's got to be some happiness. Maybe it's a sign of I'm, I'm so glad I've got caught.
0: Yes, there's also a guy who's got a mustache and a beard. The mustache, of one side is white, the other side is black. Ooh, it's like Two Face. It is Two Face. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. I if that were <coughs> if that were my mustache and beard, I would not grow a mustache and beard. Why not? I don't, want, I don't want the two-tone mustache. It's a little, it's off-putting. It looks like it's the in look right now. <laughs> yeah, that's like a John Arrest and a multicolored mustache.
2: A uh, school van driver accused of leaving a child alone inside her van for three hours was arraigned in court Friday morning. Arraignment for 45-year-old Erica DeJesus of Springfield was held in Palmer District Court. DeJesus was charged with reckless endangerment following the incident last week in Munson. A Munson police report uh, alleges DeJesus left the three-year-old, who has autism, without supervision inside the van for three hours. Officials at the Quarry Hill School called the child's parents after the school uh, after the student failed to show up for school. The child was found unharmed inside of a car seat in uh, the van. Uh, Munson Public Schools Superintendent Dr. Cheryl Clark said the district is conducting a full investigation into what took place. DeJesus released on $5,000 personal surety, and her next court date has been scheduled for February 2nd. I, I I can't believe that no one has heard what an excuse was. You know what I mean? Or there's
0: not reporting what the excuse was.
2: Yeah, but you'd think somewhere along the line, you'd say, uh, "I, yes, I it didn't, well, she's probably not going to admit to guilt. But do you think like, hey, I had an appointment. I didn't have time to check the bus. So I just went somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's got to be some reason, and especially somebody who's obviously been doing this for some time.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no excuse that's ever going to fly. No. But even, it, but, even if it, even if you could even if you could make an argument that it's an, it's nearly a legitimate excuse, no one's going to buy it.
2: I guess so. It's
0: just because of what's being suggested here.
2: It, it would just be nice to get a little extra detail sometime. Uh, Jaw-dropping video shows efforts by by bystanders took to save lives before first responders arrived after a rollover, fiery crash in West Springfield Thursday afternoon. Call 911. That's what can be heard from people at the Central Chevrolet dealership after the SUV hit the guardrail on Memorial Avenue, rolled onto its roof, and immediately caught fire. The shocking video shows one man run over to the burning car with a fire extinguisher and hopped the guardrail. You know, for all the things that people say uh you know uh, people are rude and mean mm-hmm. there's been a lot of like a good samaritan type of things going on lately oh yeah yeah you know, these uh, folks that saved the woman from uh, jumping to her death off the memorial bridge and mm-hmm. uh, the day before with this accident uh that was a pretty nasty accident we reported on this on friday but now you're getting to see like more pictures of what the scene looked like and right. it is nasty The man partially extinguished the fire, opened a door, and managed to pull one person out before other bystanders followed suit. At least 10 people rushed towards the car to help. Even when the car fire reignited, bystanders could be seen carefully, continue their efforts to make sure everyone had been rescued from the burning vehicle before police and fire officials made it to the scene. Four people, three from the SUV that caught fire and one man from another vehicle involved in the serious crash were taken to an area hospital. One person was in critical condition Thursday night. Uh, West Springfield police said the condition is unknown as of Saturday. Uh, police believe speeding was a factor in the crash, which caused Memorial Avenue to close for several hours. That same road, of course, leads to the Big E Fairgrounds. But
0: good people again. Not everybody out there is a jerk. If there's two or three people out there that are all right.
2: Yeah, they they kind of are, aren't they? Uh, a 45-year-old woman in Florida named Kiesel Anthony was in bed last Tuesday, morning. Night. <laughs> okay. Should be evening, I guess. Uh, when her boyfriend asked her to cuddle, she said no. No? Yeah. And then she flew into a rage. It's unclear mm. if she was upset because he tried to cuddle despite her objection or if she was just really furious about him asking for some reason. The uh, She started yelling and screaming, and then she picked up a fan and threw it. The fan had a stand. It's like a poet and didn't even know it. Right. So then she grabbed the pole from the fan and whacked her boyfriend in the back of the leg with it. It sounds like uh, that might have gashed his leg because the police report says he had a visible injury. Kiesel was arrested and charged with domestic battery. She was previously arrested for beating the same guy back in February.
0: Hmm. She really doesn't want to cuddle, does she?
2: Uh, Do you think this is the time you break up?
0: Yeah, I think the first time
2: she beat the living crap out of you.
0: Yeah, no, I think after like, uh, I mean, some people are going to say, well, you know, the first beating, it was just a bad day. Well, you know what? Maybe not. And a second beating should definitely seal the deal. It might be time to start seeing other people, hopefully people who want to cuddle. She looked pretty bad, too. She looks like somebody's ass. Really? She's not the cuddling type?
2: Yeah, it's unclear if uh, he also wanted to cuddle that night or if the fight was over something
0: else. I'm gonna guess it was probably over something else, and that's why she didn't want to cuddle. Probably, she probably didn't have like a like a very staunch <laughs> anti cuddling, uh, you know, policy. Right. But it's just like something happened where she says, "Well, that's it, no cuddling." No that's c- gonna be my guess. No c to the uddle. Exactly.
2: Right. Right. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today: nice and sunny with a high of 76 today. Tomorrow, not so nice, rainy with a high of 69. Giggity. It's 53 right now and down. Like
0: it's 8:53. And the Steve Miller Band on Rock 102. Going to be uh, mostly sunny today
2: with a high of 76. Tomorrow, not so nice. Rainy with a high of 69. Giggity, it's 53 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Todd Munchen sits on the board of directors for the uh, Ride to Remember, which is coming up early next month. I believe October 9th Correct, yeah. is uh, when it's going to happen. And there's a fundraiser coming up very, very soon. Todd, uh, Tom, it's good to see Todd. When I say Todd, Todd, it's good to see you.
6: <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> so tell us what's uh, going on this Saturday. Well, this Saturday... You're going to be able to see the uh, great band, Trailer Trash. I know they're hard to get tickets to. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> um, they that, almost never play out. You mean no. the, the, the Trailer Trash? We're, we're grateful trash? that they they are the official band of the ride to remember. Uh, we've got a fundraiser noon to five at Vanish Valley Brewery. Uh, trailer Trash is going to be uh, playing. We've got a bunch of raffle prizes,
0: whole bunch. we got a couple wheelbarrows full of booze and beer. And, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For uh, for on-site con- uh, consumption or that's uh, being given away.
6: It's, it's raffle prizes. So fantastic. We've got uh, raffle uh, one wheelbarrow just with beer, one with booze you can stock your bar with these things. Um, we've got a couple of cornhole games as well that are pretty pretty sick. Um, a retired Worcester firefighter made them. They are amazing-looking cornhole boards.
0: Really? Yeah. Nice. And you got a pig roast, too, right? Yes. Is. Uh, nice, nice big pig roast going on. I don't care what else you got going on. The pig roast would be enough for me. <laughs> but uh, but this is all to uh, to benefit the Ride to Remember. All of
6: this is to help raise funds to honor fallen officers, to benefit the Ride to Remember, which is happening on Saturday, October 9th. Um, we leave Springfield seven o'clock in the morning various rest stops our lunch break is in worcester where we're honoring officer manny familia and his family who tragically lost his life earlier this year and then we come back to springfield first time we're actually going to be beginning and ending in springfield really Yep.
2: yeah because you it, typically it was
6: in boston right you ended at the state house yeah uh
2: yeah i don't think i he can hear you um oh,
6: okay
0: so yeah, but but typically it end it would end at the state house. Yes, correct. And then you have to get back on your bikes yeah. and run all the way because back. Because
6: of COVID, we were going to do it um, last year. COVID didn't allow yep. that. So as the board of directors membership, we decided we wanted to honor the fallen Worcester firefighters that we were going to do last year. So we we decided to do it this year.
0: So uh, the event on Saturday, it's uh, it's it's how much is it to get in and where can people get tickets? Ten dollars. That's nothing. That's it. That's Kids
6: seventeen bad. and under are free. Um, Vanis Valley has been amazing, allowing us the space to utilize our facility to do this. Um, so we're lucky to have partners like that to who want to show support for our fallen police officers.
0: So um, where can someone get tickets? Is it at the at door? The door yep. That's it? Right at the door, yeah. No advance tickets, none of that stuff? No. Well, there you, are you, you going to have enough pigs uh, roasted? <laughs>
6: that's, that's up to the Vanish Valley. They're doing the pig roast, I think so. Really? Cause now it's it, <laughs> it
0: is in Ludlow, so I'm
6: sure we can find... A farm that has an extra pig, if we right. need to.
0: I mean, I, I meant well, I meant pig in only the nicest way. I, mean, I meant that <laughs> as the roasting thing. I, I didn't mean that as an insulting thing at all. Oh, there'll be there'll be some cops there too. So. Well, I, listen, I'm not I'm not associating pig roast with that. I mean, just, I'm just I'm just I'm looking purely for the. Well, you already made pork.
6: enemies with the registry motor vehicles. So well,
0: but you know what? They deserve it, Todd. They really do. They really <laughs> you do. Said that, not me. Well, at least I'm not doing what John did last week. <laughs> no,
6: no, that's a train wreck in and <laughs> <in> of itself. <laughs>
0: So uh, it's this Saturday, the Van- uh, Vanish Valley uh, Brewery on Center Street in Ludlow, from uh, from noon to five, ten dollars, and uh, the uh, the ride to remember is coming up on the 9th. Correct. Yeah. Which you know, if anyone has not seen the beginning of of that takeoff when everyone lines up and it, it goes off, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty impressive. It's really impressive. It's really very cool.
6: Yeah, I gotta I gotta thank uh, Mayor Sarno, Commissioner Claproot, Commissioner Calvi for all the support. Uh, from our board of directors, we couldn't do this without the help from them and yeah. all the other law enforcement agencies, AMR, Mima um, Communications. It, it, there's a lot of logistics that go into this that people don't see. They see the cool thing that leaves that morning but they don't understand what goes on in the background there's a lot of work and and my board of directors members and myself yeah. have worked very hard to make sure that we can have this this year
0: we've you know and this is this has grown exponentially over the years too got yes, i mean yes. you know, I remember when you know john delaney would, you know, was you know was started it years ago would come in here talk about it only like a couple hundred a couple hundred you know, bike riders to start yeah. but now uh, what are you, what are you expecting for a turnout on, on the ride
6: uh we're, or we're is that hard to, or is that hard it, it to tell? It is hard to tell, obviously, because you know COVID and all that stuff. Some people have decided they don't want to do it. We're thinking between 150 200 riders, which is lower than normal, but you know, understanding there there are certain issues going on in society that we have to respect people's choices. Yeah. Uh, but it, it it's that's fine. It's still about the mission of what we're doing is honoring fallen police officers.
0: Awesome. Todd Mungin, it's good to see you, and best of luck on both events. Thank you very much, I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's 858 with Bax and O'Brien at Rock 102.
1: Save yourself 30% at the 350 Grill. Indulge on a surf and turf.